D&D After Dark is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast starring four semi-professional actors, three of which are full-time parents and one of which is a full-time doggy daddy. Previously on Dark Was the Night. Jules Walker, Major Armstrong, and uh, Dr. Mickey something uh, stumbled their way into my mausoleum in Shacklewell in the middle of the night with Bowler Bixby. I allowed them to partake in my victuals and I uh, told them that there was business to be had so long as, um, you know, their silence was bought permanently if need be. The three of them made their way to their respective quarters, while I had a nice nap in my chair. Jules Walker had a, uh, a conversation with her pussycat, where basically it was related to her that uh, her mother, a being of godlike power, uh, enjoyed the more mortal aspects, such as tea. And upon such a conversation, a strange happiness began to occur to her pussycat. However, once the conversation was done, all telltale detriment to the cat vanished. Mickey Johansson, however, he had himself a vision using the departed gift of his friend Josiah Crane to determine the location of the uh, Necronomicon. Armstrong, after messing with his own fingers, discovered that he had unlocked a little eldritch ability of his own. In his eagerness to show Dr. Johansson, he stumbled upon an odd vision of Sir Arnold Smithfield, pleasuring himself while Lord Smith told him how superb he was. Bollocks to that, I say. That following morning, I gave these three blokes a job to act on my behest to uh, Vincent Trinsington, a lord who is open happens to be a shipping magnet. They're off there on their way back to London to take up residence in the Sawbones and to continue to dodge the martial law that has fallen upon Victoria's London. I'm out of the picture for now. There's also been someone else out of the picture for a while. What's up with Carl Patrick back in Victoria's hospital? And what will happen to this trio of ne'er-do-wells? Well, you'll just have to sit back and enjoy this episode of Dark was the night. Carl Patrick. It is the midday of October the 6th, the Friday. Your housekeeper, Lottie Gallagher, letting you know that Jules is out and about underneath the watchful eye of a martial law-filled London and with Butterfingers I don't care (laughs) with Butterfingers and uh, Spiker um, under her care are you quite fine? Do you need to leave the table? Listening audience (laughs) uh, I'm dying (laughs) and we don't care. Um, they care. <laughs> um, 
as... <laughs> Sorry, I had to. It's a good thing he's a fan favorite. Yeah, it is. <laughs> From all ten listeners on you know, the latest your episode. your art has been just inspiring. We've really enjoyed that. It's been... Uh, and the it's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of... Um, a lot more shipping oh gosh, of Carl and uh, Mickey than I would have expected. But hey, um, I'm here for it. Yeah, especially when the tentacles start coming Moving into play. On. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Carl, as Lottie leaves, <laughs> Adama Bhatt enters. As she has sat down and begun her conversation with you regarding the state that you now find yourself in and the tales that she desires to spin for your benefit in the wake of the great shift in the ley lines from October the 2nd. This is where we resume. Now, Carl, your sanity at this level, while not as horrid as it has been in the last couple days, thanks to the morphine, uh, is still... Also my massive sanity. Your massive sacrifice. That's true. Thank you. I had forgotten your massive sacrifice. 48. 48. So that's better than you've been in quite some time. Um, You had imparted, though, that your sanity has left you in a much more fluid Mm -hmm. state regarding your thought processes. As this woman of deep caramel skin, piercing green eyes, and thick black braided hair, wearing an odd mixture of a uh, baby blue silken sari around a uh, buttercream white Victorian gown, a large black brimmed hat sitting upon top, the chained piercing between her nose and her ear glinting in the sunlight. She looks at you and she says, My dear inspector, you find yourself in dire straits. Your beloved ward gone to the four winds and being hunted like an animal. Your list of friends grows more and more impotent. What now, Carl Patrick? That's a great question. You know, I want to learn more about who you serve. I know who I serve. I don't care for him. And my part in this game is truth seeker. So, Shall we, shall we talk rules? Shall we talk moves? Shall we talk handlers? Teach me your part of the game. Carl Patrick, give me a persuasion with advantage. <coughs> oh man, right close to it. <coughs> it's only, it was, Roll right past the 20. Ugh. That's right on it. 
This is a persuasion. No, it's an 11. Was it DC 10? Oh, gosh. Thank you. <laughs> One who is... Almost a natural 20. <laughs> it's almost like, yes! Um, she <laughs> grins widely and leans back. And she says, I propose a temporary alignment of our goals. You speak of handlers, of rules, of pieces, and I can say that once you raise yourself in the estimation of your controller, the game becomes much more... She bites her lower lip, her eyes rolling up temporarily. Fulfilling. Let us now speak plainly. You serve the slumbering Leviathan, do you not? I do. I know his name. Do you? Give me an insight check. Thank you. 19 plus. Oh, okay. your insight, I'm sure it's a million. Yeah, it's a 27. Okay. There's challenging in her eyes. There's knowledge and recognition there as well. But with the 27, you also are picking up hints of wonderment and fear. She goes, I have known his name for longer than this city has been standing. But let us not speak of foul things right now. I will tell you who I serve. Myself. The 27 carrying over. She thinks she's speaking true. Yeah. Okay, that's good enough. Ooh, that's high end. That's. No. I was once the right hand of a being of incredible power, a great one, the gods that came before, but she was too forgiving of the slime that your species has become. We could have cemented our hold upon all of the world's civilizations. We could have made it so that the great old ones from beyond would not have been able to touch us. But instead, no, she nurtured you all. Did not even accept the mantle of God. So, I walk my own path now. And with the ley lines being rewritten, with certain tools cannot smell it cannot feel it Carl Patrick this is a time of cataclysm this is a time of metamorphosis the great shall become small and the clever shall become great give me a perception check which you may add your cult check to as well 
27 plus occult, which is Arcana. Arcana plus three in this case. Okay. So that's 27, uh, 34. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Did okay. Um, Did okay. With a 34, you see past the ether into the dimension you've given <laughs> I'm sorry, to I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you see four people seated around a table. Um, One no. of them. Dying. I'm <laughs> narrating what I'm seeing as he coughs. Okay. I know. I know. I just don't think it would go down the right tube at this moment. <clears throat> I was wrong. Um, Listeners, it's poison. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Don't laugh. You, although your connection to Cthulhu has been greatly muffled by the King in Yellow through the ministrations and the bargains of Jules Walker, <clears throat> you flex small bit of eldritch energy you still have access to. And rather than the full seafoam green, it's rather just tiny splint. And it is enough at this moment to see not just the emerald energy that makes up the entirety of the Baroness, but you see beyond her, past the window, overlooking Westminster, overlooking London, overlooking in England, cascading through the sky channels of writhing swirling colorless vortexes of energy every so often you see a single strand rope its way up pulling some of it back down in others you see strands beginning to break off from the great wreathing ropes making their way into lower parts of London. Gifts, bargains, deals with the devil, deals with whatever entities lie beyond the stars are being forged willy-nilly. Cataclysm is correct. A great change has come to London. And you are in the center of it all. You see the Baroness breathe deep, and turn to you and goes you're currently hobbled by your physical limitations I could take you right now and you'd never be able to stop me but I think instead I'd much rather you come willingly Gifts I have free of charge. You need but follow me and say what I do and do as I say. Give me a wisdom saving throw as you feel energy begin to wash over you. Pretty great. Wisdom save. Six. With a DC 18, oh, you scream past that. And with such a high threshold, 
you see for the first time the markers of this energy. You know where they are seeking anchor. And with that high of a role, you think that you can perhaps fool her cool. into thinking that you are enthralled. Awesome. So I'm going to... Um, <laughs> assume the... Position. Basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to uh, look delighted and you know all this talk of rising up and her taking me and all that and this I'm like oh yeah so I'm I'm like cool let's let's uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna be a, a a lover thrall for her that's what she's these are the things yep. she's trying to touch on so I'm like. I'm not even going to have you roll deception because of your 27 and that that was beautifully acted. So, um, and she's cocky enough to just assume yes, she is. that she has succeeded. So, uh, she goes, excellent. And she just kind of, kind of scritches the underside of your beard. Uh, no, you don't have a beard. You have a chin and you have a mustache. Uh, you know what? You haven't shaved in a couple of days. So you have, you have a little bit of a, you have a little bit of scruff starting to form. Um, as she is uh, lengthening her six fingers towards you, uh, you do see her nails kind of elongate, and it's a very uncomfortable, sharp uh, sensation. And as she pulls away her hand, you do see that there is just the tiny strip of your own blood. She just kind of licks it off of her claw. She goes, I don't think I can handle that. Now there. Broken handle on my mug. Um, and you hear her go, Barjit, our guest is ready. And as she stands up, uh, the familiar form of Barjit, uh, complete with his uh, long uh, spear halberd uh, weapon, uh, he is collapsing it into multiple pieces and tucking it into his belt. Um, he is not he has foregone the turban for now and is instead uh, wearing just more of a traditional butler's uniform. But uh, much like the uh, Baroness, there is a sash uh, that does appear more Indian in nature across it, giving kind of this blend of cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, oh, Welcome to the club, Mr. Patrick. I just oh, forgive me. And he rips out the morphine needle. And you hear uh, Adama go, Careful! He is not to be harmed. No, of course, my baroness. Forgive me, Mr. Patrick. Um, and he <coughs> kind of slings one of your arms around his shoulder. And the three of you begin to exit Victoria's Hospital. As you enter the hallway, you see that numerous doctors, nurses, orderlies, are just frozen mid-action. As you walk past a few of them, you see that all of their eyes are ringed with the ever so slight green energy. You yourself were unaware of it at the time, but it is much like the night when Jules awoke to see Spiker with a dagger at her throat when the Baroness had visited that once before. That's right. Um, She's so creepy. As you all make your way down to the bottom floor, 
you see one particularly burly orderly by the front door starting to twitch, cracking his necks, biting his lip, and as blood begins to go down his chin, you see him kind of snap out of it. He goes, All right, miss, that's quite enough. His hand goes to his throat as the baronet's baroness calmly wipes off her fingernails. Blood begins to pool between his fingers as he <coughs> falls, pooling around him. She goes, Compliance is so much easier. Three of you exit. And there, waiting for you, a very ornate, familiar, handsome cap, decorated with the mastiffs of, uh, not mastiffs, motifs of Bengal tigers, of creeping vines, gilded, gorgeous, deadly, beautiful. Baljeet begins to ease you up onto the entrance <coughs> and as he does so give me a quick perception check Twenty-six. sorry Spotify just closed randomly for a second there um <coughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, da, da. Here, we'll do the music. <laughs> As Baljeet grasps onto one of the iron bars to just kind of get some leverage to ease you into it, you feel the Baroness's hand just caressing your shoulder. And far off to the left, hidden in one of the nearby alleys, you see the tiniest glint of light. <coughs> As if the sunlight is catching off of something spherical, or at least glass paint. Small, but piercing in its own right. You realize it is a reflecting of light. Give me a quick history check. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Nine. Nine? Okay. Nine. Nine. You have seen light reflected through numerous types of glass before. A looking lens, a telescope, magnifying glass. It seems similar to all these, and yet, unlike it still. It comes to you the moment you hear the <laughs> the hand of Adama Bhatt that had been coming to rest on your shoulder is blown apart. <coughs> you oh, see now that the stump is starting to exude this emerald smoke. She lets forth a mighty roar of pain, falling back, grabbing onto her hand. Just in time to hear you turn to your right, and coming, leaping over the carriage, a man with skin uh, 
obsidian in nature, um, eyes dark, focused. Uh, he himself is wearing uh, a typical brown suit of, of, that allows for greater mobility, and in his hand he holds a slightly curved machete. Tribal tattoos seem to ring his temple as he roundhouse kicks Baljeet directly in the face. <laughs> he goes trampling down to the ground, uh, holding his now crushed nose, the blood gushing from his own fingers. Um, the uh, Baroness, uh, still yowling in pain, is holding the stump down on her knees. Um, the black man reaches forward and grabs onto the cuff of your suit and he goes, Forgive me, Mr. Patrick. And he yanks you on. Um, The Baroness's howls turn from pain to anger. As the uh, carriage begins a wide, uh, wide turn around this courtyard in front of Victoria's Hospital, you go in front of the alley where the mysterious glint came from. And emerging from it, in his tan safari hat... Sir Leighton Turner, the gentleman who you engage with the shooting contests with. Yeah. Uh, Holding aloft a very familiar looking rifle with a scope affixed to it. Yeah, didn't he he want to date with me? Yeah. Yeah. The dark skinned man reaches out his hand as the carriage is rolling past. And he goes, Hold on to Jambay! And uh, he has to grab on to his rifle and yank the old man clean out of the of his own position in the in the uh, alleyway. Now taking position directly across from you, you need to give a, him a dexterity saving throw because Dejambe cannot use both the horses Dejambe and Sir Lane his Turner himself. All right, so dex save. Yep. Nineteen. Beautiful. Um, Sir Leighton Turner begins to slip off of the horse, and even though only one of them is a stump, you still hook one into his belt loop and grab onto the back of his coat with the other and pull him full bodily into the carriage. Uh, where to, sir? Back home, I would imagine. Just on bay. Hurry, hurry now! And you begin to scream off down, leaving Westminster, the howls of the Baroness becoming more and more faint. Sir Leighton Turner <coughs> fixes his safari cap begins to adjust his clothing and looks at you, wide-eyed. Well, Sir Turner, uh, thank you for <laughs> your timely uh, intervention. Well, Patrick, I must say that um, mentions of six-fingered women tend to leave a bit of an impression. I've been having my man follow you for a few days now, and I must say, you, sir, have managed to get yourself into a deeper world of doo-doo than you know. It's shit, you can just say it. And that is where we will leave Carl Patrick for now. <laughs> You're so doo-doo, doesn't Wait, maybe you won't get either of those telegrams. <clears throat> yeah, hope not. <laughs> we shift this omniscient scope. Oh, my sanity is three points higher than it was before. What was his name, Clayton what? Sir Leighton Turner. Oh, not Clayton at all. Leighton Turner. Leighton yep. Turner. Yeah, Leighton Biggs. Uh, yeah. No, 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 I remember that. I, I have him in here somewhere, but... Oh, dear. No. A little schmutz hiding on the side yep. of the... Yep, on the inside there. 
Looks like some veggie schmutz. You're still things. drinking. Yeah, the poison. Poison. <coughs> what are you doing that? He's doing a sink. Oh, yeah. no, <coughs> Looks like broccoli. Listeners, the, the DM is scraping me. vegetable bits out of the glass <laughs> he's drinking out of and wiping them on his pants. Better my pants than yours. Just. <coughs> it is nearing the early afternoon of this Saturday, October the 7th. Um, yes, I took a long rest because we slept. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, your traversing of through the greater London boroughs has uh, brought you almost back to central London. At this point in time, I am going to put it to the party. Are you stopping in at the Sawbones first? Or are you going on to Shadwell to the uh, Trinsington Shipping Company? Mm. I suppose it depends on do we have anything with us. Not really. Not really. Yeah, I don't really have anything that we need to drop off in the places in ours yet, and it isn't secure, so I don't really want to go in there. Yeah, so well, we'll just go straight Felicity to Shadwell. Felicity Shadwell. Shadwell is the name of the borough. You pups. I thought we were just talking about uh, no. Austin Powers. Um, that's that's oh dairy air. Oh Maybe you're smelling cheese. I'm going to hurt. Are you Gross. smelling cheese because of? Yo, you want to die? Dairy, die dairy air. This is the London dairy air. Because the air smells um, like I will dairy. put it to y'all. Uh, once you reach basically St. Paul Square, mm-hmm. um, stone's throw away from Soho. Uh, you can either get on. You can either cross the Waterloo, the Black, the Black, the Black Friars Bridge, and board the train in Southwark and take that to Shadwell, or you could perhaps try to get a water ferry to take you down the Thames itself directly to we, the. We aren't taking your carriage. I thought we got your carriage back. Uh, carriage is a slightly different. Uh, we just have, we haven't done that yet. Then okay. Yeah. I didn't think we got it. Okay, that's fine. I couldn't. Remember, even though I just looked over That was in Blackwall, and it we would be. About it. it would take you past um, Shadwell, but you could take the train past Shadwell. Well, let's get focus your on your horses. Let's focus on getting our lodgings first, and then we can get your carriage back. Carriage is, yeah, the carriage is fine for now. Right. Okay. Um, so let's try to get a. F- uh, perhaps we should go get a ferry. What does <clears throat> police presence look like? In central London, and especially in your Soho, fairly heavy. I'm not going to say it's like one to every corner, but it's uh, in the greater London boroughs, especially where your known last addresses were, uh, you do see that there's probably a patrol coming by every 15 minutes. Okay. Are there likely to be police looking out over the river? Give me an insight check. Or a policeman stationed on the ferry. 23. 23. Um, as you are looking with Jules, and Jules' eagle eyes, just kind of, or cat-like eyes, uh, <laughs> darting around, clocking every incognito officer, at least one on the uh, train landing, um, looking around, seeing that, you know, there's at least three foot patrols, and then there's the 
Mary, uh, major carriage making its way around every 15 minutes. With a heavy presence on land, probably no more than at least than just one police vessel on the water. Okay. Well, perhaps since it's more direct, we should take a ferry and um, uh, you can just sit low in the seat. They won't be able to see you past the windows. Let's do it. Alright. She also, you still look like a boy. boy right? And don't forget, yeah. you also have your, your new ability. feet. Yeah, but Jules doesn't know that. I'm waiting for it to happen. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, so as you disembark <laughs> from the St. Paul Square, uh, you do make your way over to the Southwark Bridge, whereupon there is a, a landing for uh, uh, Thames trolleys. Uh, going up and down the river. Um, give me, you know, odds or evens. Evens. Okay, evens. There's one waiting to go. Odds, you miss it by five minutes. That is a 15. So you, as you get down the standing, the, the landing stairwell, uh, you see probably about maybe 40 yards down the river uh, one such trolley. Side. You look to the sign that is to the left of the uh, the water dock that simply says uh, every ferry, uh, one ferry every 20 minutes. So. Well, I suppose that um, we should discuss uh, well, what we intend to do as uh, time goes forward, we've been pretty consistently dealing with, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, seems rather straightforward what we should do. Well, at the time, we're going to act as security for... Right, I understand that, but, uh, what are we going to do, uh, if things go wrong? Well, I'm not exactly. You mean if, if we have to scatter and. Yeah, I'm not exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Things haven't exactly been going in a straightforward manner, and uh, frankly, although I have some skills, I am not that much of a bodyguard myself. <laughs> no, indeed you're not. But with the proper training, you could become quite a skilled. Bodyguard, you have the build for it, the skeletal structure. Well, perhaps uh, you could give me a couple of uh, tips and tricks. Well, first, well, I would say not that that is an important discussion, but I'm already doing push-ups. It isn't. <laughs> it isn't really going to help him in the. No, anyway, um, notice. No, the back is Oi, you! Oh, stop her! Stop her! What is that? I'm going to do an investigation. Yep, give me perception or investigation. Is it the chauffeur supposed to be guarding, is it? No. That is 24. 24? In perception. 22. Uh, perception. Perception for both of you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, with perception being the chosen skill in use here, uh, you do uh, hear the heavy footfalls of, you know, thick-laden leather boots, typically 
not military issued, but uh, Scotland Yard issued, um, moving away from y'all uh, towards the uh, line of buildings that are up on the, uh, the the main street above this this boat landing. Um, you do then shortly do hear like of a sorry, I was trying to do clip clops with wheels turning at the same time. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I mean, that right. um, that's I mean, pretty it, good. Start, oh, I, was, I was there. It got a little eldritchy. A little eldritchy. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. yeah, I thought there was something flopping yeah. down. No, um, uh, are you calling up uh, clip clops? <laughs> Very nice. Um, frantic, uh, coming to a screeching halt as the wheels <laughs> along the cobblestones and uh, four more sets of boots <laughs> falling out and more police whistles making their way towards the buildings. I hesitate to get involved at all. I wouldn't suggest it. Not with how Scotland Yard and all those being controlled by Smithfield. The dock, we're we're on a dock. Mm -hmm. Is there a ramp that goes down to it? Absolutely. Okay, is there an area behind the ramp that is still attached? Uh, There's a couple of Miss uh, Walker. Small I would uh, suggest perhaps getting underneath the ramp so that you can't be seen from the street. All right. Uh, I'm just going to stand here and whistle. Maybe don't whistle. I'm making a joke. I'm not going to whistle. What just you checking. could do is this. <clears throat> stand yes. up, please. Stop. Stop uh, doing push-ups. I want you to give me a strength check. As you push on this wooden dock. Oh, yeah. Can't actually find a clip. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, just a check, right? Yep. Okay, that's only a 17. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> this is one of those cases where uh, a high roll would not have been good. Oh, 17 is um, not a high roll? No, no. I, okay, I was going to say that anything 20 and above oh, oh, yeah. would have been... <laughs> Please stop. stand up. You're, you're shaking the dog. You're going <clears> to <throat> call attention to us. You can give me pointers at another point. Excellent. At another time. Pointers at another time. Jules, as you, rolling your eyes, make your way into the shadow behind this ramp, um, a little further up the river, uh, you do all of a sudden see a female figure dive, in the... dive into the river. Will she be coming towards us in the water? Or she's further down. She, uh, she, she's further down the river. Um, give me a investigation. It's relatively low. Is that a girl? Thirteen. Is my lady? Thirteen. Okay. Um, she doesn't seem to be coming towards you nor away from you. The current seems to be pulling her slightly towards you, but not to any great extent. She does appear to be trying to make her way literally across the Thames to get from uh, Greater London City to uh, the lower borough of Southwark. Okay. Is there something of note about this person? Uh, she's kind of far away at this point in time. Give me one more perception. Do I notice the splash? Can I do it? Um, you can give me disadvantage 19. perception because it's on the other side of the... 19? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, that's a 19 or a 26. Jesus Christ. Um, regarding Jesus this woman, uh, you she doesn't have blonde hair, for starters. Um, she has kind of like a dark auburn, kind of, kind of almost like 
in certain lights could be comparable to your own. Uh, probably the most defining characteristic as she's <sighs> trying to paddle through is that it is in a long braid. Um, what's more is that you see that she is starting to <sighs> get pulled under. Is it, is it your You girl? see a woman that's drowning. It's someone who thinks it's me. They think she's me. Okay. Um, and I see her drowning. Yes. I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to have to die. Mickey. I can do it. You're going to do it? I, allow me. <laughs> what do you say? Do they not... Like Mickey, Armstrong... Do they not... But aren't the police on to you? Yes, but... I, yeah, but they're, no. they don't one, know one me. Does, one does not they stop. Don't, no. They don't know me, so I'm then going to go. you can't hanging out with me. If you, they see you saving her. We need oh, you to protect her. As well. We need you to protect her. Her. Or her. Her. Uh, I can swim and get goes, her. Then she's drowning. And I die then. <laughs> That's a natural 20 for her. This for is her. a cool natural 20. Wow. It's a little... It's a little... It's, That's it's, a cool knife. It's my skin... It's, it's a oh, music. music. It's because oh, it's, okay. it's my scale in short haul. Have you ever seen those oh, yeah. dice where the, the nat one just says the F word? Yes. Love that. Um, okay, so who's diving in? Sorry. Uh, he's, he's diving You're diving in? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Because he's not a suspect in any... Are you good at swimming? <laughs> We're about to find out. I believe so. He's a man of... Mickey, she is about 40 feet. Upriver, um, your swimming speed is half of your movement speed. But you're going downriver, so that's yep. not bad. No, he's no, going. He's upriver. going up. Oh, she's she's going downriver. That's right. I forgot. Um, well, so she's going toward me, ish, which yes. means that she, we're going like this. Yes, if you were mo- both moving at a consistent rate, that is exactly okay, what we're So what am I? So you need to give me an athletics check. Like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, athletics check. That's a 14. 14? Okay. DC for this first one. Okay. Ah, nice. Success for this first one. Um, I need to change the music to something a little bit more. Dun, 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 dun. So as I get as I get closer to her, do I notice that she looks a lot like do I notice You're that a little focused on just getting to her at the moment. Um, I would say with your passive perception, there's a passing resemblance. So can I do some sort of... Uh, I Basically, I want to see if he realizes, oh, maybe they think that it's Miss Walker. Give me an intelligence check. What is that noise? Oh, it's water. Okay. Uh, let's see. That is a 19 plus... Where's my intelligence? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 19. 19? Okay, gotcha. No, it, you're like, as you're trying to alternate between strokes to just move your way further upstream, <laughs> you butts. Um, you go, oh, that looks almost like Miss Walker! Um, making the connection, especially once you hear the whistles starting to come to the okay. edge, and that is what you two hear as well. Uh, more whistles, uh, followed by... Um, you see a collection of three officers looking at the edge of the river, starting to... Ah, there she is! There she is! And a dog on a leash. Um, that's what the two of you perceive. Okay. Um, so uh, you're doing a good job. You okay. have one success, no failures. Uh, you're about 15 feet closer. Uh, 
another. She drifts another five feet, and you know, because of her natural 20, she's not sinking. So here comes her next constitution. Saving throw. Give me another athletics check. Okay, uh, she's still on drowning. That's, uh, not great. A seven. Seven? Okay. Um, so then here is the DC roll. Okay, so that's a failure. Okay. Um, you uh, are starting to feel your jacket and, uh, well, no, you probably would have shed your jacket. Well, um, I didn't shed my shoes, though. Okay, so. so you do feel your boots starting to take on okay. a bit of water, and you're staggering around a little bit. You're pulled back five feet yourself. Okay. She seems to be keeping abreast, though, and what's more is that she sees you. Haha. <laughs> and uh, she is trying to go, help me, help me, please! I'll cut, I'll cut, swim! Can I kick off my shoes? Well, go for it. Uh, you may make this next throw with advantage. Okay. She's panicking. Ooh, that's not good for her. Okay, so 17 plus two, 19. Okay. Good. Oh, thank You're you. good. Uh, she Glad goes I under the water. Glad I that one that I got the yeah. first roll. She goes under the water. Okay. Um, you get to the area exactly where she is, and you see that she's starting to sink probably a good eight feet below. Okay. You take a deep breath. Give me a constitution saving throw as you dive down after her. Okay. That is a 19. Beautiful. You are able to get a hold of her and with one mighty push of your arm and perhaps a little bit of flexing of some arcane might as well. You crest above the waves. You see their two heads come up. Uh, her head is leaning back and she's... <coughs> water spraying out. But she's at least getting air now. Um, From the shore. Yeah. Hi! Bring her here! Come on! We'll throw you a rope! The police officer. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you, what's your name, love? Tracy. Tracy. Tracy Bottle. Tracy Bottle. I don't know. Bartle. B-O-T-T-L-E. Bartle! Bartle. Oh. Bartle. <laughs> I'm drowning and you're calling me a drinking receptacle! Tracy. Tracy. Why are they chasing you? I don't know. But they're going to take the kids. They're going to take the kids. Did they think that you were somebody else? I don't know. They just told me to stop. All right. Hold on. I had to steal that bloof of bread. We were starving. They're going to put me in the workhouses. Darling. Darling. Come on. Let's get you to shore. I don't know what's going on here. We just met. What are you talking? Shh. Play along. Okay. Uh, My name is Dr. Mickey Johansson. If... They ask any questions. Great. As this is going on, what are the two of you doing? You guys actually perform. <laughs> I'm biting my lip. Gotcha. Well done. Tracy, what okay. were you thinking? You should have waited for me to get there. Um, I, as I, the two of them are pulled up over the <coughs> lip of the uh, the water wall. Where? Uh, about is she, 20 feet. Is she dressed well or, or in shabby clothes? Shabby clothes. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. Yep. And you're not missing shoes. I am going to... Well, I'm going to say to her, uh, I am going to say that you are my courtesan. If they ask anything. As... Oh, that's a little Ooh, darker than... Creepy, creepy. A little darker than I wanted to do. Um, Dead listener. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter G. Is that the right word, courtesan? 
Mistress. Yes, my mistress. A courtesan's a prostitute. Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter if you've got money. True enough. Um, A courtesan is the name of the place where I worked. Ah, funny. As a whore. As a Uh, as a courtesan. Courtesan, the courtesan. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) um, So the two of you are staying put as they get pulled up onto the wall. Okay, gotcha. Um, the police officers um, immediately start to make a grab for her. She goes, "No, no, please!" Hi, why are you? Why are you putting your hands on her? We have strong reason to believe that this is Miss Jules Walker, a enemy of the state. Oh, this is Tracy Bartle. She's my friend. <laughs> Give me a deception check. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna. He's also gonna wink at. He's gonna like wink at the, my friend. Um, Give me a deception check. <laughs> that is oh, twenty-five. I'm rolling like garbage. Great, keep using that. Okay. Um, the police officer goes. And how long have you known your friend? Uh, well, about as long as I've been married. <laughs> oh! Now, what seems to be the problem? Listen, she... Miss, you really shouldn't be wearing your hair in a braid nowadays. It's a very, very uh, persona non grata uh, hairstyle. Sir, are you trying to tell me that you chased my friend into this shit-strewn river because she had her hair in a braid? And you see him start to shakily hold up a wanted picture of Jules Walker that really just prominently displays the braid. Like, the chin is probably a little more pointy than it is for uh, Jules, and, like, the cheekbones are, like, more sinisterly sharp. I nose right. Um, well, uh, this woman looks nothing like her. Well, I mean, she had to... My friend here is far more beautiful. He's gonna look back over his other... Uh, and as you uh, are holding Tracy, uh, you do see that she kind of shares a couple of characteristics yeah. that are similar to Jules, with the exception that she has a really big mole on her okay. nose. Um, Look at the mole on her nose. <laughs> and you see her kind of go, oh. It's a beauty mark. Oh. <laughs> Officer, now that you show me that picture, I swear that I saw her in Blackstrap just yesterday at one of the factories. Give me a perception with advantage, you clever bastard. Awesome. That is a 18. Natural. Garbage. Good die. I love that die. Absolute garbage. Scanlan, you are... Scanlan's good for us. Scanlan. Okay, um... Right, all right, and uh, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Stephen Doherty. I thought you said it. No, I'm trying. No, I'm <laughs> you said your name was Doherty. Well, no, I'm going to pinch her and say, my name is Stephen Doherty. Stephen Doherty. You can find me at the Admiral Benbow Inn. <laughs> it's in Bristol. I will be staying there after I take my carriage this evening. Excellent, sir. If this, if this tip works out... 
You have a thousand quid coming your way. Well, thank you so much. Ah, excellent. All right, to Blackspur. Blackstrap. Blackstrap. Oh, I can't even read my own writing. Away! <laughs> and uh, away! <laughs> yeah, I'll make away! <laughs> And Mickey says, can I borrow some boots? <laughs> <laughs> um, she turns to you and she goes, Stephen, I don't know how to thank you. It's my pleasure, love, now. I want you to get back to your kids. Of course. Don't be trying anything silly. Take your hair out of the braid. These, Never going to wear the braid again. These constables are uh, dumber than a bag of rocks. Yeah. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me since my kid's dad died. Well, you take care of yourself. He's going to give her 20 quid or something. I don't know. So quid is platinum. Okay, what he's going to give her like 20 silver. No, quid is just pounds. Yeah, quid is pounds, right? Yeah. Oh, quid is pounds? Just, I thought quid was like a higher thing. Okay, gotcha. No, quid is just an item slang. Like my mistake. So it's gold. So that's gold. So are you you're so giving her shillings? I guess, uh, well, I'm, I'll give her... Two pounds? 20 copper or something. Okay, so you're going to give her 20 pence. 20 pence, whatever. Two, yeah. two silver? Two silver. Two nice shillings. Um, she goes, Oh, a real meal. God bless you, Stephen. God bless you. Take care of yourself. She's just standing there looking at you. Take care of yourself. I have uh, new boots to attend to. And I'll walk her up to the street and say, have a good rest of your day. Yes, of of course. Bye. Goodbye. That was the last we ever saw. She still doesn't, she doesn't walk away. She's still just like... (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm happily married. Oh. He's lying to her. (laughs) Um, And that she... But but you said we could be friends. (laughs) So she does get kind of like uh, (coughs) an expression and walk away. Um, uh, well, no, you're not wearing boots, so it's as you make your way down the ramp. Very feet. SpongeBob, Sponge feet. Um, and that brings us to the trolley coming by. I, I say, my, my, I didn't hear what happened, but it seemed like a good show. The hots for you. <laughs> <laughs> the hots. What's going through your she mind right now? She dried off quite quickly, didn't she? <laughs> oh. uh, I just feel really bad that um, other women are being harassed um, for oh. somewhat looking like me. Um. All right. Good to know. Uh, nice. As and I'm the feeling a little helpless because it's like I, I'm too recognizable. I, f- I feel. But you cut your hair. Exposed. Didn't you? You did. Yes. She doesn't look Jules, twice. She looks like a boy. With that mindset in mind, I'm, why don't you give me an occult check? I'm gonna also when I get back there be like, I'm gonna show her the poster. <laughs> They've got your nose all wrong and your chin. <laughs> I should look more like this. Uh, what am I adding? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make it better. This is what they tell you. This is what they tell you. And then what is your sanity? This is what they tell you. 51? So you have three. So Arcana plus three. So plus two, because I have minus one for Arcana. Uh, so 12. Update your records. This is inaccurate. Jules. 
you have recently discovered that you are, for all intents and purposes, a demigod. Mm-hmm. You've already begun to manifest some of your godly presence, divine presence, in the manifestation of certain abilities. And as you are looking at this poster, knowing, mourning, you know, the loss of your hair in part, but then again, you have been enjoying passing off as a man. If only there was a way that you could appear more different. How does this manifest, Miss Um, So she's looking at the poster, uh, Mickey, that you're showing her. Uh, are you there too, Armstrong? Well, of course I am. I haven't left your side since I <laughs> started to uh, guard you. Um, so first, as you're seeing her look at the poster, um, she's taken off her glasses that she has. And, uh... Okay, eyes. Uh, yeah. You notice her features of her face shift to match the, the poster. And oh, her hair... And her hair grows, <laughs> grows I, back out. Like... Appears to grow back out into the braid. So she now looks exactly like the poster. But before you even really have a time to register that, because she's just looking at the thing and she's thinking, like, like what I look like, what, what they're looking for, these women that look like me, what I used to look like, kind of thing. So th- this happens very fast. The shift is very, very quick. And then suddenly... Um, what? Sorry. You bum. Sorry. Um, <laughs> then suddenly, um, the hair goes really, really, like, kind of like goes back up into her head almost and goes shorter, completely different style than she had short before and super, super blonde. Um, she, uh, her face sh- changes completely. Her eyes go green um, and her outfit completely changes. And then for as long as, as that changes, and it's almost like she's not even fully aware of it, then her appearance changes again and this time her hair goes up into a very exquisite... Um, updo and it's red um, and her eyes turn blue and now she's suddenly wearing um, like a traveling dress. Ah, wait, what in the name of the dress. Holy Spirit? <laughs> and she's gonna look down and go, ha, ha, ha! And it's all gonna go away. <laughs> I have a theory. <laughs> I think She's going to hold out her hand and make her fingers grow more masculine and her hand grow bigger, but only in appearance. What is going on here? I have a theory. After we dealt with the headless horseman, I began to manifest some eldritch arcanic powers. Perhaps the same thing is occurring to our... So, I'm not touching my, I'm not touching my, uh, my chest. And it the the boobs appear to complete like it's almost like the rest of my physique puffs out to meet them, um, so that I I look a little bit more like your kind of trunk. Oh, there we go. But she's still like, and it looks almost like her hands pass down inside of her body for a second. That's disgusting. And they come back up. It's almost as if there's a visage of a different you that's been placed on top of you. A skill. That had taken you years to master. Do you have this guy's self? No. He has minor illusion. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's right, because you did like the beard. Yeah. Did this just happen? As I said, our <laughs> encounter with the headless being 
unlocked something within me. Well, what happened with you? What? What? Did you the fist? Oh, I showed you last night. Like, oh yes. Oh right. I forgot I can, that you ended I can up showing this. And herself, and I'm gonna she's going to sit down and hold her jockey. Right. Right. Sorry. Um. Oh. She goes. Hmm. This is just in deep thought. You, know, you guys can continue this conversation for a bit. She's just thinking. All right. Well, uh, these are all things that could be very useful, but let's remember that we are in public. and uh, We're under the ramp, in my defense. Well, I know, but, but just remember to be careful showing these abilities in a public place. Oh, it appears the fairy's coming. <laughs> It's a steam fairy. Jules is going to pocket her glasses mm-hmm. and make her eyes brown. I like it. She's going to space, uh, make the eyes um, slightly smaller, give herself a little mustache. Nice. Um, I think things just got a bit easier. Um, Mickey, what's Flat going through your mind completely. right now? Well, um, in Mickey's mind, he's thinking, uh, well, these are very extreme developments. Um, we're going to have to be, well, they're, they're going to be very helpful, mm-hmm. but they also are, you know, something that would draw attention to us. Um, also, he's soaking wet and smells like poop. True. And has no shoes. True. Um, so he's a little worried about uh, getting clean and sanitizing himself. I didn't uh, take prestidigitation, sorry. As the... Um, um, but he is going to use minor illusion to make it look like he's wearing dry clothes. Okay. So that he doesn't Great. get looked at. Funny. Exactly. Yeah. So as the uh, water trolley pulls up, uh, the gentleman in the uh, taut suspenders with the uh, white button down and the cravat, uh, marking this as a public office... Um, has his own kind of like darkened lens and he takes it off, folds them up and he whips out a little tiny flipboard and he goes, alright everyone aboard for the uh, 2.15 p.m. trolley um um, just the three of you then yes Yes. disembarking, please stand clear of the exit dock and literally there's no one on the trolley so no one's getting off waiting you see him looking at his stopwatch going... Alright, disembarkment is proceeding to move on to the next stage. Embarking. Oh, that will be... How far down are we going, lads? Uh, we're going to... Shadwell. Shad. Shadwell. Shadwell. Alright, that will be... Eight pence a person, please. Okay... There you go. Very orderly system. I run a tight ship, sir. As I can see. What would have happened if we uh, gotten on while people... I'm, I'm covering my own. ...were disembarking? I would not have allowed it, sir. Very good. Thank you. I take pride in my job. Embarking will conclude in exactly 43 seconds. All right. Well, here's your uh, money... Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Right. Uh, please keep your hands inside the boat and not in the river. People poop in it. Very true. Very true. Yep. Shadwell, you said? Shadwell. Yeah. Uh, disembarking from the dock now. 
You know, that's what a cesspool was. Was where waste fluids and stuff would sit before they 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 poop into and wash into. So there were like these pits, that, the holes that would go down from the houses, a pool, and then once they got to a certain level, whatever was at the top would just go directly. This down is a fascinating river. tidbit of information, sir. I'm, Thank you. That was, I'm not. I know, yeah. but I'm choosing to accept it as um, it is. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, as the trolley begins to don't drink it, go along. Um, as you're seated in one of the uh, benches that is along the edges of the boats. Um, Mickey's smell is starting to get a little strong, and, you know, the river itself is starting to get a little bit more salty, a little bit more briny. Um, And all of a sudden, you know, popping up next to you and looking down at the water, you see Shadow. Uh, And she appears to be inspecting over, going, No fish. Even if there were, I wouldn't eat them out of this river. You'd be surprised what we're capable of eating, especially when we're hungry. So that's true. Especially um, when it's fish. I have a five-pound water skin. I'm just going to rinse myself off with it. Sounds good. I don't know why I have it, but it's, sure. it's in why not? You're inventory. Just like... <laughs> but it's going to be... I'm going to make sure the guy's not looking, because Excellent. as I'm pouring Give it Give me a sleight of hand. Um, Shadow... And once again, the two of you are just hearing this. Just, it's, it's a it's a ten. Okay. Yeah, we can't resist that. He pays I'm, very close attention to his ship. We'll get to that in okay. a second. I'm very very quiet when I respond to Shadow. Yep. <laughs> so that's fun, isn't it? What was it? I can change my appearance. Yeah. 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 No. Very useful. You know, I guess it's really what they say about, you know, blood will show and, you know, when the mind awakens and all that other kind of stuff that really all the uh, great ones and the elder gods used to say that kind of stuff all the time. And it never really made sense to me. It sounded a little self-important if I was being entirely honest. But um, I guess knowledge is sometimes all that it needs to get that next little push in what you're capable of. Man, I can't see no shadows whatsoever. Whatsoever. It's probably all the pot, uh, refuse. Oh, I just, uh, you know, it's, uh, I haven't even been able to find any mice lately. I just, I think when we get back on land, if it's all right with you, I'm, I'm just going to wander for a little while. You think you can probably not die for like eight hours, right? Your silence is really disconcerting to me right now. I just can't make any promises. But, you know, you, you, you... It's not like you're with me all the time anyway, all the time, so, you know... You I can... 100% am. What? Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, okay, so, you know, the fact that you call me Shadow, I, I thought was you being clever, and then I realized there's no way of you knowing. I'm there. You see her just kind of go, literally disappear into your shadow before just her eyes just peeking out from it. Blink, blink. That's cute and also creepy. Uh. (laughs) Cat. So when do you eat then? I guess when I feed you. Uh. Oh. You know what? Um, 
Just ring a bell. Any bell. I'll find you. Okay? Great. Um, I'm gonna nap. And you see her look back over to the doctor who is currently spraying himself. <laughs> Give me an inside check. Inside check. Ooh, 19. 19. With a 19. Shabu really doesn't like Mickey. Um, this is not cool. What <laughs> I do? She's just kind of like narrowing her eyes and just kind of turning up her nose a little bit. What's that all about? What? You, you don't. What's your issue with him? I mean, I kind of told you. I guess that's true. You did. He just, he reeks of outer God. Well, right now he reeks of shite, but you know. True enough. But like him and Carl both, I I understand Carl because you know he's been helping out, but you keep throwing your lot in with outer gods and it will come back to bite you. Well, it's not. He also helped me out. Like there's only so, I, I don't have very many options. Okay, just just be careful. Look, once I've saved Isabel. Oh, and located the King and Yellow stuff. Like, we're going to go out to the country, and I'll just, just try just not dying. I think you know? that that's a great idea. Yeah. Let's go someplace near the sea. Not like stinky sea. Like, like maybe like Scotland or something? Or Wales? Just, just not here. Yeah, I'd really like to not be here. It's going to happen, Jules. Maybe. No. It's going to happen. I promised your mother I would look after you. And I haven't broken a promise in over 8,000 years. That's quite a streak. I mean, I've really only made three, but this was one of them. Okay. Good night. As you are spraying... You hear, excuse me, the water belongs outside the vessel. Well... It is not cleaning time, and you do not have the necessary tools to swab the deck. Well, I, I thought it would just drain out of this little gunnel. I do not care what you were thinking, sir. Water stays outside the vessel. My apologies. I will make you walk the plank. Do you have a plank? I can make one. <laughs> you run the tight ship. I do. Thank you, sir. Well, I am very sorry, and I will stop. That will be a vandalism fee. Do you think I could just use... Of another pence. The swab? Do you mind if I clean myself off? And then give you the pence after I've finished? Very well. It is now cleaning o'clock for the next three minutes. Oh, we're still going? Yeah. So he's going to stop the boat and be like, yeah. clean. <laughs> no, exactly. <clears throat> Um, Cleaning and burying. All right, here you go. Thank you. Clink. And he puts that directly into his breast pocket. As you wouldn't happen to have any boots, men's size eleven. (laughs) Size eleven. They're English sizes. Uh, So he looks at his own feet, and they're a little bit bigger than yours. And he looks into like a little tiny cupboard where you see there is like a spare uniform folded up 
as well as another pair of boots. He looks and he goes, That'd be two pounds, sir. Two pounds. One pound per boot. Quite the bargain. <sighs> what size are they? Twelves. Well, Big be feet. All right. I have uh, thick socks. Uh, all right. <laughs> what? The two of you hear this. <laughs> Is he laughing at me? No, he's not laughing at you. I'm laughing okay. at you. So you so you just hand over the two pounds? Yeah, he, he, I, Mickey does not know how much things exactly. Cost. So as you hand him the two I, pound, I'm gonna notes, come over and I'm gonna be like, no. Why not? I think this is a perfectly good bargain. That is highway robbery. We will get you some boots off the boat. Okay. Well, I appreciate you running a one pound for both boots. She's going to hold up the boots, say, one pound. Yes. One pound. Yes, barely used. These boots. They're my backup boots. These boots. They were made for walking. One pound. They were made for walking. (laughs) And that's just what they'll do. (laughs) But be careful. (laughs) Seems to be walking all over yeah, exactly. These boots didn't count, cost a pound when you bought them. I didn't buy them. The boating company did. Ah, yes. Well, whoever bought them, they did not cost a pound. You don't know that. Yeah. She's just going to look back at them. I do. I'm sorry, sir. I trust her. We will buy boots. Yeah. Yes. Her? Herman. Herman. My name's Herman. Everyone give me a deception check. I said Herm. Everyone give me a deception check. Oh! (laughs) 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 Oh well, I got. um, I got a sixteen. I got a twenty-nine. That's great. (laughs) That's great. Okay. Okay. It's almost a natural twenty. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So my name's Herman. Right, I said Herm. All right, and then it was <laughs> bullets of sweat. Can I? Can I? Uh, uh, Mickey's gonna say, "Do you have to go to the bathroom?" No, I don't. It seems like you may have had an accident. It smells like you had an accident. I'm sorry, sir. It looks like he's why is, why had is a little bit of an accident. Well, it l- looks like you're very sick or something. I'm not sick. I'm just... <laughs> I'm trying to cover for I know, I can see. Uh, Are you all right? You give me a disadvantage deception check, and he's making insight with advantage. Oh. So 16. Okay. He only has a plus two, so that's 15. So you win by one. So he kind of just goes, It's a really weird name, sir. He goes back to his... Do people get seasick a lot on your boat? <laughs> the is more One pound of boots. Outrageous. <laughs> She's still on the boots. <laughs> uh, the better part of 40 minutes later. I thought that you had redisguised yourself as a different woman. No, I'm a man. Oh, you're back to... So I took my... You were just testing she's, your she's thing a, yeah. in front of us. She's a yeah. big black Sorry, you must have missed when I said... I'm not... You must have missed when I said, so I go back to my regular disguise, but I changed my eyes to be brown. Oh, yeah. And normal. <laughs> yeah. And then I I flattened my chest for reals. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it is approaching 
It's a little after 2.30 in the afternoon. When, at last, uh, you see the buildings becoming, they're less pristine, light-colored cobblestones and brick laying. I know, it's because I snored it. Oh, okay. Um, Instead, the buildings begin to take on a more (laughs) sloped roof, more dilapidated construction. Dark, uh, a motley crew of wooden buildings and uh, slipshod cinder blocks falling apart, some drifting into the sea itself. The, wood, the roads themselves go from the erected cobblestones to a uh, gravelly grit grit of uh, dirt and cement. The people themselves have gone from prim and proper to clearly down on their luck. Gravelly grit. Gravelly grit. You are recalling, of course, that Shadwell is a neighbor to Whitechapel and is therefore one of the less couth boroughs of London. However, standing in direct contrast to this decrepit section of Victoria's London, you see on the river itself an absolute mammoth of a building. It is uh, able to house probably about five galleons. Um, Little tiny uh, sloops and uh, uh, maintenance dinghies come in and out of this uh, large uh, dome-like structure. And in large red lettering upon a uh, white banner hanging from the top of it, you see uh, a T, S, and C all kind of co-mingled into one another. And in other smaller black print below, you see Trinsington Shipping Company. There's what red leather, red letters and black letters. Yep. So the red letters, no yellow letters. I hate you. The red letters are uh, basically a, a diagram monogram of okay. uh, the three initials of this company. What do we know? What that stands for? The Trinsington Shipping Company. Trinsington Shipping Company. Yep. Uh, at last, the boat comes into a dock right nearby this absolute mammoth structure. And he goes, Disembarking to begin in three, two, one. Go, go, go! Thank you, my good Of course. Thank you mm. uh, for letting me clean myself. Mm. I'm not thanking you for trying to rip me off on the boots. Hat tip. Ermin. Um. <laughs> three of you disembark and he stands there still going go 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 for another five seconds um before he clicks his watch again and he goes embarking to begin shortly and there's nobody on the dock with you guys i like this guy yeah i do uh let's find you some boots yes solid plan investigation checks all around oh not one mm-hmm <laughs> At least it's only looking for boots. Fifteen. Nice. How are you doing on um, shells? Shells? Bolts. Oh, that's a good question. Uh... Sally sells bullets by the riverside, so it's okay. It's uh, Bertha buys bullets before the bay. 
olive bodied onions. Honestly, at this point, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just because I have what I have here, but then I had no possessions, and then I, I guess I didn't designate how many bullets I took with me to Big Mouths. Okay. So I know that Butterfingers gave you a box. Okay, I think one box has 20. Yep. A um, box of bullets. So you had the six in the in the gun. I don't think I used any from the gun. Did I not fire at all during Headless Horseman? No, you did fire during Headless Horseman. Okay. Yeah. Um, you fired. Couldn't I want to say twice. One, yeah, I was gonna say one of them. Like okay, then I probably reloaded. Um, this is a terrible way to keep track of how many. Gentle listener. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by... Counting bullets. Buller Bigsby's bullets. Uh, BBB. BB guns. I'm just going to manage my bullets in a different way, because that's... Yeah, I don't know that I have bullets in my inventory, even though I use my... So, your, your I rifle. have... I'm going to reload stuff that yeah, I have. Yeah, you should give yourself a box of bullets. It's under... That's my other hand. I have yeah. ten bullets left. Okay. Including this, not including the six in my gotcha thing. So I have six bullets right now. Okay. Should six. I just add a box of bullets? Yep. And then go ahead and subtract uh, four. So I probably need to buy some bullets, basically. Okay. Um, with the sixteen, and then with a what? What was yours? I had a fifteen. Fifteen, and what? What did you have, Armstrong? Um, it was a investigation. It was fourteen. Excuse me. Fourteen. Okay. So uh, with a DC of twelve, um, you do find uh, McCarty's General Goods. Um, and it just seems to be a, uh, a shop that uh, is about two stories. Uh, it's right off of the river itself and does seem to be at the mouth of a greater intersection uh, in Shadwell, which is not saying a whole lot. Um, first thing you notice as you're walking by is that the produce stands and the fish stands that are directly set up in front of it, the produce, meh, it, it seems pretty normal. The cabbage is looking wilted, the carrots look a little spotty in some places. But as for the uh, fresh seafood, um, one or two pitiful sardines and like half of a, uh, of, uh, not a trout, what would it That's be? That's right, fishing's a problem right now. Um, like modern bullets? Modern bullets? Yeah, like what one exactly? It's not yes, a musket. It's not, it's not a musket. Okay. No, it's a rifle. So, repeater bullets, I suppose, would be a uh, proper classification. Um, uh, there does appear also to be a, uh, a little boy, um, just selling some newspapers. Um, Rogue Murderist still at large! Juice Walker, public enemy number one! Oh, Governor, interest you in a paper, sir? Or maybe a shine? Uh, yes, please. <coughs> oh. To both. Oh, uh, wait, uh, there'll be three pence, sir. Three pence, I'll give him five. Aw. Oh. Uh, he goes, oh, two is your change, sir. No, no, keep the change. Really? Yes, of course. I always know. Tip your shoe shiner. <laughs> I'll give him the extra special then, sir. Do you uh, know where I might find some shoes? Oh, um, yeah. Um, Elbert's probably got a few boots uh, still laying about. Uh, you know, fishermen have been pawning off their goods left and right, sir. So you should have easy pickings. Oh, okay. listen. He's gonna... Nah. You, and you see him kind of look back to the shop, and then he immediately just clams up and goes back to shining. 
As you follow his sight, you see a man with full-on uh, walrus mustache, kind of a, a butcher's bib, um, and a, not an actual butcher's bib, the, like a apron uh, with a smeared uh, fish oil and kind of blood and guts on it a little bit. He's got rolled-up sleeves of a polka-dotted shirt, and he's just glaring out the window at the boy. Um, uh, sees that you're all seeing him, and he immediately swifts to a kind of a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, smile, okay, I'm gonna smile. whisper to the boy. What were you gonna say? And give him a, give him a uh, copper. Pence. Um, Mike Pence. Yeah, Mike Pence. Mike. Um, Mike Pence. What? <laughs> uh, give me a slight hand check. Uh, is it's a ten? I'm I'm not trying to hide. No, no of course. That part. Yep. Yeah. Um, he kind of just <coughs> he's been asking for almost half over. <coughs> ah, his boots are looking great, sir. Oh, thank you. Yes, I, I'll be able to see my reflection in them. Thank you. Let's get you some boots. Yes, in the newspaper. So I'll take them in wherever the great. boots are. Okay, so uh, you enter the door. Ding ding. Oh, welcome to uh, McCart's Mart. Not McCart's Mart. Oh, McCarty's McCarty's Market. I'm Albert McCarty. I'm the proprietor of this fine establishment. Um, Good afternoon, Mr. McCarty. Um, As you can see, I have very fine boots, but I am uh, in need of gardening boots because I am uh, going to be in competition later this month, and I was told that you had the most fair prices in town. But you don't have He's, no, got, he's, he's got, got minor, minor illusion boots. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're Armstrong. Things are going on well, left I'm, and right. I'm, right. I'm still reading the newspaper. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, I'll come back to you in a moment then. Um, Persuade. Uh, I want a deception check, is what I want. Not performance. Want no, deception. I want straight deception. Oh well, that's a nat twenty, so twenty nine. Oh, okay. Um, you see him kind of go. Of course, yes. Um, I will tell all of my friends about your establishment if you can find me a good deal on the best work boots. Pound signs begin to enter his eyes. Um, not this pound, but like pound the, the money. Yeah. He says, uh, "He says, oh, I'm gonna be going to Pound Town later." <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. D and D and improv is yes and but no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's His eyes said yes. Good listeners. Ah, um, <sighs> of course, sir. I'm certain we can find something that will suit your needs. And you, sir, are you in the market for anything in particular? Oh, I'm. I'm just here to help him, right, sir? Yes, uh, this is my trusty assistant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a great assistant. Oh, I just am hoping to get to the point where I can hire an assistant of my own. It truly seems like a great endeavor, sir. Well, if you uh, make this experience good for me, I'm sure that you'll have so much business that you'll be able to afford your own assistant very soon. Oh, you're too kind, sir. Hold but a moment, I'll go get the whole cornucopia of fine footwear. And he ducks into a back room. Uh, as you're looking around, you do see that there are... This is this is a pawn shop. This is absolute drudgery of a collection of odds and knickknacks. There are patchy trousers, 
There are rubber overalls that have seen better days. There's about four different um, fishing spears and a collection of various poles and oars. Uh, there, then there's a series of placards that simply say um, uh, uh, fishing vessel uh, uh, 150 pounds or best offer. Um, think Facebook Marketplace, only it's this store. Um, there might be Craigslist. It's Craigslist. Yeah. yeah, I should have made this guy's name Craig. Um, but no, it's Albert. Um, <clears throat> you wait a few moments, uh, and he emerges from the back room and he goes, Sir, I have the private dressing room made available for you, as well as numerous uh, shoe options. Yes. And perhaps I could interest you in a fine leather belt or a cravat as well. Well, perhaps, but let's start with the boots. Of course. And uh, perhaps I could get your assistance uh, a cup of tea or something while while they wait. Oh, no, uh, my assistant will be joining me. Yeah. Are you quite sure, sir? I am 100% positive. I'm, I'm an expert on boots, you see. Oh, very well. Boot expert. He's going to... Uh, make you massive inside? Mickey's going to reach uh, to the small of his back and make it look like he's scratching, but just uh, he's going to loosen his hand axe so that he can grab it easily. Okay. 11, but I would like to make an active insight on this guy if I can. Sure, go for it. Is this a reputable guy? Oh, he's not reputable at no, all. he's not. 13. 13? <laughs> Meets beats. So, um, with a 13, uh, he's trying to separate the two of you. Mm-hmm. That much is obvious. Yeah. And he just kind of goes, very well, right this way. Uh, he guides the two of you to the back through a very, very narrow hallway. Um, he goes, do forgive the tight quarters. Uh, can't have the, uh, <laughs> the drudgeries on the street getting through. Uh, very, very exclusive uh, goods here, sir. Um until he last leads you to a room with a series of three different curtains. Uh, green, moth-eaten, faded in some places. A little pungent. Um, and he goes, So, I have all the leather boots that would uh, probably fit your size in the first one. And then if you are looking in the option for ornate petticoats or perhaps silver buttons, that's in the second curtain. Um, you strike me as a hat person. Mickey's going to grab him by the throat and pull out the axe. Oh, damn. What, well, sir? <laughs> I was trying... I was trying to be nice and get a good deal out of you, but it seems that you're trying to pull something. So you're going to give me the boots. I'm going to pay you a fair price, and then you're going to let me go. I would recommend you just do what he says, because... Just take my word for it. I've killed seven men in the last week. <coughs> yeah, intimidation with advantage because of helping and because... That was a 19 and... Uh, okay, so... 24. Okay. I, it's like, why do I bother rolling? Okay. <laughs> that, die, that die is not doing any favors to you. Um... It gets really stinky back It here. smells like... Yeah, it smells like... <laughs> um... I'm, I'm going to look over and see a pair of boots that are his there's size. There's some brown, there's some black, and there's some gray. Find me the nicest ones. 
Oh, which pair is the nicest? Uh, the gray. Okay, so I'm going to grab the gray. I'm going to hand them to Mickey. How much would you say these are worth? Sixpence. All right. So here's what we're going to do. See, you see his eyes kind of get like a... I just looked up how much boots for the whole family cost <laughs> in Victoria. So Lincoln. here's what we're going to so do. I'm going to give you ten pence. You're going to give two of those pence to your little boot cleaning boy out there that you spy on all the time. No, no, that was the butcher. Oh, yeah, that's this no, this is the Oh, that, oh, that yeah. is this guy. Okay, you're going to give two pence to him, and you're going to continue paying him. And I'm going to keep an eye on you, and if you don't continue paying him, I'll be back. Yeah, 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 yes. Is that a yes? I'd like to hear a yes. yes I'd sir, like to hear it. You're good. Take the boots. Walk out. And, and the axe. And once again, I don't want to go over this with you again, but maybe we shouldn't bring the axe shopping, right? 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 Yes, that's right, possibly go. a good idea. Nice boots. <coughs> um, the two of you exit. Uh, Armstrong. <laughs> to you now. You are flipping through the paper... You come across I don't a, like people trying to rip me off. You come across a political cartoon. Uh, one that shows uh, Victoria barter. hiking up her dress and giving like a strong high-heeled boot kick to a caricature of uh, uh, Daniel Matthews, or not Daniel Matthews, but Sir Matthews, the prior, um, the prior uh, head secretary, uh, and a, a dark silhouette with a halo... Um, and holding a book that says justice, uh, patting her on the back. Um, and it's uh, just captioned, A Bright Future. Um, well, that's great. So uh, nice. Exactly. Um, as you continue to flip through, um, you do come across an account um, basically talking about the various crimes of Jules Walker. Um, whore, uh, uh, murderess, um, rat slipping through the cracks of justice, and now um, justice rat, and now um, bloodthirsty maniac on the loose. Uh, some are calling her Ripper's Revenge. Whoa. Ripper's Revenge. Actually, that's kind of dope. <clears throat> Jules finds that out. He's actually uh, going to kind of like that. <laughs> um, is, and, yeah. Is, is, is the boy done polishing my shoes? He is. He killed the whores. Now the whores dead. I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, it's just the ice maker. Oh, oh, oh. I, uh, heard a rumor that, uh, Ripper's Revenge was seen Blackstrap. You're awesome. I just want to keep spreading that rumor. Fantastic. Um, he goes, <laughs> You know, sir, that kind of information actually is worth quite a lot of money if, if, if you uh, make an official report with the constabulary. I believe one has been already filed with them. Oh. Well, that's, that's a right shame, but um, still, exciting news, ain't it? Mm. Well, um, thank you, sir, for the opportunity, and uh, looks like warm bread today. <laughs> My shoes have never looked uh, better. <clears throat> well, if you ever find yourself back here, I'll be right here. I, I sleep over there, so mm. it's really good. Are we out now? Not quite, uh-huh. not quite. Um, 
he tips his hat and uh, he goes back to his pile of newspapers and starts following other people in the street. Um, as you continue to flip through, give me a quick investigation check. Not awesome. And with these stats, that investigation is going to be garbage. Sounds like a boy upstairs. Well, he was up in our room. That's investigation. Mm-hmm. It's a seven. Excellent. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Thirteen. Thirteen. Excellent. You look at the little boy making his way into the more populated roads of Shadwell. You turn back to the newspaper, flipping through. Ripper's Revenge. Ripper's Revenge. It's an <laughs> odd characterization. Go back to the page with the political cartoon and laugh, chuckle a little bit. Of course, it's entirely improper to have the Queen represented in any other format, but fine painting or perhaps one of those photographs. Mm -hmm. Begin to turn back to the next page before you stop. You look back at the cartoon. The prior Home Secretary is there. Queen Victoria is there. But the shadow is gone. No. Not gone. It's on the other page. <laughs> it still is holding its book. Justice. Halo still intact. But it seems a little bigger. And the silhouette of the head wants a proud profile next to your beloved queen is now just a black abyss. No profile of a nose necessary. I'm gonna do a couple of these like flip back and forth between the cartoon one and the one that it's on. Wait, wait, wait. What's going on here? It's gone. Ah! Don't like that. Look through more pages. It's there. Bigger. Uh-huh. Close it. Oh, this is it. Bigger. You're gonna fold up the newspaper. Yep. <clears throat> Put it in your pocket. That's weird. Yep. Quite weird. Penny Quite weird indeed. The queen. Armstrong, can you come in here for a moment, please? You hear Mickey's voice. Oh. <clears throat> of course. No, we're back here. Enter the store. Okay. Go off to the right, following the sound of Mickey's voice. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. You didn't do it. From behind a closed door, you hear, Armstrong, this bloody fool has locked the door. Can you open it up, please? This is why it's important. Did we not see him pass? No, you're still in the back room. Oh, he's in the front of the store. 
That's why it's important for you to always exercise. In a situation like this, you can handle it yourself. Here, <laughs> open the door. Open the door. It's complete darkness. Uh, Dr. Johansson. Armstrong. Good God, man. Can you come in and turn on the light, please? Lights on. Oh, there's a lamp about five feet in front of you. Just take a few steps there, mate. Um, this is getting weird. So, <clears throat> definitely going to be like... Uh, Give me an insight check. I'm not sure why... <laughs> <lights are> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> this is why we don't use conical dice. This is... How dare you? This... My other conical dice rolls natural 20s every time. (laughs) Don't do it, I hate you. Your dice can't help you now. (laughs) No, you stink. (laughs) (laughs) You stink. (laughs) I have to go to the bathroom so bad, but all I want to do is hear what's happening. Armstrong. Uh, can, can we catch me? I'm no, no, you can't. Oh, stop. Uh, all, <laughs> the, all that happened was Armstrong heard, Listen to the are you, are you uh, a heard Mickey's voice saying, Come in here okay, and Eric. help me out. As you step further into the room, your hand coming forward, trying to find the lamp, <laughs> the door closes behind you. Step forward still. Dr. Johansson. Armstrong. What led to this darkness? Armstrong. You're not afraid of the dark, are you? Not at all. Just, I prefer to. You should be. That's not good. I'm gonna. It starts to smell. <laughs> it starts to smell really bad in this room. Like automatically, I'm just gonna punch. I don't even know. It, he's, he's within arm's reach, but just big old. Give me a attack. Lashing out. Nice. Definitely a disadvantage because I can't see a thing. But you do have Still a fancy fist. I do. But that takes. Uh, there's charges that have to do that. It's a miss. That's a eleven. No. Hit. Okay. Roll damage. Okay. It's, all, it's always the higher one, right? With the knuckle duster? Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be uh, 10 points of damage. Okay. Your fist makes contact, and you just start to hear, I am superior. Oh, crap. You are pathetic. Nice to have punch, 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 punch again, punch again, punch again. <laughs> ah, weakling. Can, uh, can Mickey hear all 13. your strength? Ah, it's a 14, you 14 points of damage. Pathetic. Punch him in the face. You are a weakling. You. We're going to stop with you for a moment, Armstrong. Two of you. Mm. Yeah. like it. As you are in the background, back room, Don't I should like say, it. starting to leave yeah. with your new boots, you begin to hear screaming, horrified screaming outside the shop. Run! 
you rush to the doors of the store, and you see horrified passerbys pointing, screaming, wailing. And there, in the middle of the cobblestone street, Armstrong, blindly flailing, smashing his fists again and again and again. To the pulped remains of the little boy who had been polishing his shoes. Uh, Soren? He's, he'll be back. What do I do? Well, we'll see if your friends will be able to snap you out of it. Is he dead? The, you don't know? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run out and just, like, dive into his legs and try to take him out. And okay. I'm gonna try to extract the kid. Okay. Uh, yeah, you've so. been beating the kid to a pulp. That's real shame. Um, you give me an athletics contest with this guy. You give me a... Wait, an athletics contest with him? I thought he was blacked out. He's... He's, okay. he's not seeing, well, not but he's still... Um, you give me you can't a... can't see me. No. Roll poorly. <laughs> give me a sleight of hand. Okay. I don't think you can beat that. Probably not. 20? 20. You're so 20? Close. Okay. Um, you extricate the boy. And then I'm just gonna yell, stand back! Stand back, everybody, stand back! Do I get back. an advantage because he's, he's, blind. he's blind? He's blind. I'll say it's with advantage. No. Okay. The mass that was swirling in front of you, beckoning you deeper into the darkness, begins to wrap around your legs. Okay, I'm definitely punching my legs. Give me an attack roll. We're still disadvantaged because I can't see a thing, but still. Yep. Could you just roll poorly? I'd love to. Nineteen. Yep, you missed me. What's your armor class? Twenty. Goodness gracious. Oh, sweet, bro. Yeah, so that's I don't one. Know. That's one miss. Every time this comes up, and every time I'm that's not enough. Four, Fourteen. That's a miss again. Oh, nice. So that's two misses. He's punching some pavement. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's still flailing wildly. Okay, so I'm laying on the ground next to him. I'm going to try to punch him in the balls. Okay, give me an attack roll with advantage. What's uh, your AC? 15. Yep. Let's see here. This is just... I'm just going to be doing... Give me a messenger. Okay. 24. Uh, and... 22. Okay, 24. So, so the, they both hit. Okay. Well, that the was... No, 24. One of them hits. Because oh, I only okay. swung one. So what's your strength modifier? Uh, It's uh, 3. Oh, oh, my strength modifier is yeah. plus two. Okay, so three, so that's six. Okay. Um, Armstrong, for whatever reason, it's the shadows are... <laughs> Attack my balls! They're just... <laughs> oh, what, what? Uh, it's, it's, it's the, gra- uh, it's I, the I grazing blow. Snap it out it's of the you. grazing blow. Um, Jules, I need you to give me a sanity check. Oh, well, I mean, can I tell you my medicine yes, check first? Please. 15. 15. There's no breath. This, his face has just been absolutely... That really sucks. I like that kid. I know, I tried to... Cheekbones shattered, eyes swollen shut. Ugh. Dang it. Um, I'm going to do shocking grasp on his balls. 
Gosh. Just going for the net. I mean, yeah. I got a snap. I yep. completely lost it. Give me, give me an attack roll with advantage. Shots. Mm, that, oh, uh. oh you got to be kidding me. 57. 15. So that's beats. over your yeah, Needs beats. All right. You hit me. Okay. Um, okay, so what, what roll is damage. It? What is it that's hurting my sanity right now? You saw the kids. Dead, uh, holding a dead child. Oh, because that's new. Holding a dead child? Uh, 18 points of... I, I think so. When was the last time you held a dead child? Well, I maybe didn't hold one, but I did see, you know... Body parts of one strewn above the ceiling for me. No, no, no. And, like... and you rolled Sandy then? Yes, I did. Yep. Okay. 18 points of lightning damage to Armstrong's Nardstrongs. I'm just saying it wasn't Nard super dog. apparent to me no. what it was that was traumatizing me in this moment. He's gotcha. the Nard dog. I wouldn't be traumatized. No, I mean to, to the point of a sanity check. Let's see, this is plus two. So you lose 10 points of sanity. Oh, of course. 82. Yeah. Uh, 82 points of Sandy. Um, Mickey, you're unleashing pain upon him. It's not snapping him out. Armstrong, Armstrong the, the, uh, source is coming from directly below you. Okay. You see Smithfield's face beginning to peer out of the darkness. Ah, such a big boy. Are we in okay. initiative or can I do something? You can do something. I'd like to message. Great. Armstrong. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to say... Yep, that's exactly what's going on. Armstrong, whatever you're seeing, it's not real. It's not real. Focus on my voice. It's Jules. Persuasion, insight. <laughs> that one really wants to come, but it's not there. Thank goodness. <laughs> Inside is a 16. Okay, good. Okay, so uh, you guys averaged over a 20 in regards to the understanding. So, um, Jules' voice rings true in your mind. Hold still. Stop moving. She lies. Whoever's speaking to you is not there. She's going to kill you. I need you to take three deep breaths. Can you take three deep breaths for me? Good. Another one. Everything is dark. What's a song that you know really, really well? God save our loyal queen. (laughs) (laughs) Give me uh, DC 8 Wisdom Saving Throw. Mickey, as you prepare for whatever it is you are about to do next to unleash upon this man's testicles once more. I was actually going to just charm him. Charm my testicles? Charm his testicles. (laughs) Armstrong, you come to. The light returns to your eyes. Screaming all around you. And you find yourself standing once more in this courtyard and shadow. You... Take a deep, saying breath. Looking below you, you see that all around Mickey, as he's lying on the ground, hand kind of bracing on your leg, his other hand pulled back, preparing some sort of strange twist of eldritch energy. You see impacts on the ground all around him, as well as a fair amount of blood. 
Run. Perhaps, please forgive me. Take him. Get, go that way. I'm gonna grab you. Let's go. Do the big thing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hide your face, and we're gonna run. And then as we get around the corner, I'm gonna cast minor illusion on Are him. Are you hiding? Me? Are you hiding the body from him? Yes, 100. percent Give me a performance check. Give me a perception check. He does not need to know that that happened. Roll well. Perf- I'm doing performance. Correct. Perception. Am I doing a performance too to distract no, you're, him? You're, you're sixteen. I will say that I will say that it's with advantage because he's helping. DC twenty. No. That's too bad. As you are attempting to cover it, and as he is attempting to pull you away, you get to the mouth of one of these alleys before your might overtakes his own. You look back as to the source of people screaming. Just in time to see Jules pulling her coat down the broken form of the boy who had just shined your boots. Good God, what have I done? It was not your fault. What have I done? Armstrong, shh. It was not your fault. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. Go into the alley with me. If you're going to throw up, throw up over here. That's a three, definitely throw up. Oh, that's an eight, so I'll still throw up in about less than ten. Give me, a, give me a sanity check on top of that. That's a twelve, so lower. His weight becomes too much for you to bear by yourself. Okay. I'm going to let him, I'm going to just help him to the ground. So yeah. We'll come to you in a second. of this new strength stumbling into this world this unholy unright twisted dark world now twisting you the mastery of your form what good is it if the mastery of your heart your mind and your soul are called into question Can, can I do an insight and just guess sort of like what he's dealing with? Go for it. 24. It was Smithfield. It was Smithfield again. Hey, listen to me. I know that you're going to take this upon yourself and that you feel powerless. And you are. To that evil, all of us are. Listen to me. The only way that we are going to deal with this is not by taking that weight upon ourselves because there is nothing you can do to stop it. What we need to do is we need to stop him. So I understand the pain more than most, but you need to steel yourself and you need to prepare yourself to fight him. When I attempted to fight him, I... I killed a child! You didn't know that it was him. How can I know? That's something that we'll all have to deal with together. Jules. Yeah? With you. 
the screams begin to abate, diminish. Instead, angry yelling begins to take its place. Let the bastard go! I saw some funny tear him down the hallway! Alleyway! Come on, go! Call the Come on, call the I'm so upset, I can't even talk right now! I'm going to cast my... I'm going to say, stay here. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion on him and make him look like a pile of garbage. Do not move. <laughs> I'm going to run out. Great. I'm, yep, in a moment. Just okay. a moment. This, was, this is what's happening now. Happened concurrently to you talking to Okay, him, so okay. Just give it a moment. Um, Jules. Mm-hmm. Um, as this small collection of maybe 10... 12, 17 people starting to coalesce. Um, you see uh, Elbert stumble out of the store, look to the boy, and look to you. And you see something click in his mind. Mm-hmm. And you see just almost a little bit of a tiny smirk before he goes, He's one of them! The three of them! They've conspired to kill this poor boy! Are you daft? I just saved him. Well, tried to. Um, give me... I mean, it's not a deception. Give me a persuasion check, and the DC is going to be based on the rolls of five individuals. Oh, I wish it was deception. I'm better at that. Okay, so that's ten. Half is five. Four is half is twelve. 12, half is 6, so it's uh, up to 17. No, I don't pass. Okay, gotcha. I'll go to 16. Okay. Um, although, as you say that, and you see like probably one or two people in the crowd looking just as confused by that statement as you are upset by it, it has succeeded in whipping these other people up into a frenzy. That is when you come out of the alleyway. Um, and does he see you? No, he does not. Okay. Albert is... I want to point to one of the guys who seems mostly to believe him. Mm-hmm. Be like, call Scotland Yard. I don't think anyone's called Scotland Yard yet. We need to get someone here. We need med- medical attention to take care of this boy. Perhaps he can still be saved. I know that's not true, but they don't. Um, I want to say... Um, to, I'm going to point to one of the other guys who also appears to be more hostile towards me and say, where's the nearest hospital? Okay. Um, give me uh, give me persuasion check. Uh, first for, uh, No, sorry. Give me deception check for the first one, persuasion check for the second one. Uh, deception is 26. Very nice. I don't... There's no way I can... Nope. Absolutely not. Uh, persuasion is 14. 14. Okay. Uh, success on both counts. Um, <clears throat> the guy goes from going... <clears throat> police! Police! Murder! Murder! And starts running I'm off. I'm going to turn back to What's-His-Bucket who came Albert. out and shot them. Like, you need to bring out any spare cloth that you have and we can maybe get on some of these wounds and we also need to start cleaning up this mess. You enter. From out of the alley, mm-hmm. someone that looks like Armstrong comes running out. And as they're passing you, they say, get out of my way! And run down the next alley. Oh, and then I'm going to point to anyone who's remaining hostile and be like, there, there he goes. Albert 
looks vastly confused, and is he smart enough to know when he's beaten? No. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> His name's Elbert. True enough. Um, <laughs> it's not even Albert. He goes, he goes, what? No, no, he's what? He's completely drowned out by the angry mob. Give me a performance check. Oh, wait. Uh, advantaged, because she's helping. 18. Okay. Okay, collection of... Oh, no, no. 17, 18, 22. Okay, so a collection of... Let's see, we did the five. You send away two. So let's see, so that means that it's... That means it's 12, so half of that is going to be six, so half of that is going to be three. So collective average of three to beat 18. Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. Okay, cool. That's very odd. Kanda's really big. Arrogant worms. I don't know why that... Um, the mob begins to chase him. That's more of the Father Monaghan music. There we go. Um, the mob begins to chase after this specter, or not specter, this figure of Armstrong. Um, what is this and what's the range? Um, it's, uh, let's see, well... It's supposed to be. Where is it? Well, it's it's minor illusion. Okay. So I'm gonna have to be sort of running behind, keeping up him. with the mob. Yeah, like keeping up with the mob. And as he's passing, Elvin, mm-hmm. El- Elbert, Elbert, I'm gonna have him say thanks to Elbert. Oh, oh! Mickey. Well, he tried to get you killed. I don't know. Give me. Was he there? Did did you see that? Uh, Give me an insight check before that action. Unless this is just you being a murderous is No, it's it's a dirty 20. Okay, so no, he definitely caught the vibe that Albert was stirring shit. Um, Holy crap. Uh, Give me a deception check. I feel like... You're just putting, lighting fires, and I keep being like, no, 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 we don't want fire, we don't want uh, fire. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get it so that we can get the kid out of there, because he's, like, just dead on the street, and these people are going to, like, start a battle. Give me Inception. 14, 23. Jesus Christ. No. Four, nope. Yeah, 14 plus 9 is 20. Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, Jules. Uh-huh. As this kind of more sinister, gruff-looking Armstrong goes, thanks. Um, Jules is gonna be like, uh, mind you, I don't know the kid's dead, so I'm trying to get. Yeah, that's true. And Elbert begins to go, what? No, no, I, I didn't have anything to do with this. Come off it, Elbert. We know that you always did like a little Alvin. After him. And uh, he charges into his shop, and like seven people chase in the shop after him, and another eight charge after the silhouette, Mickey among them, for however long. I'm going to get him down the next alley, alley, and and then then, have him go, and I can chase. Excellent. 
Shadows. Yep. Um, two minutes. Not even then. 40 seconds go by. It's just yelling deep in the shop. All right. Yelling down the hall, and Mickey and you come back. All right, let's yeah. get this boy to the hospital. What? He's gone. No. Um, it might be best if you lie to Armstrong about it. He already saw. Did he know he's dead? No. I suppose I, not, but I, I suggest we're going to the docks, right? <sighs> I don't know that it's the right thing to lie to him. All right, I'll make you. I'll let you make that call. But um, why don't you take Armstrong down to the docks, and I'll meet you there. I'm going to wait here with the boy until um, until someone arrives to collect him. I'm going right. to uh, step into the alley and change my appearance, but all right, because I can do that. Um, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna change his appearance. Uh, to I'm gonna. Something. I'm gonna change my appearance and come back and I'm going to be looking uh, actually kind of a lot like Lottie. Okay. <laughs> Armstrong now has long, flowing blonde hair and a and a, and a haunted expression. Goatee. Um, Armstrong. Hey. Yes. Listen to me. <clears throat> now we can mourn later right. Right. <clears throat> uh, roll off no adding anything 17 <laughs> natural one okay oh, right. so, um, so it's, a good, we'll do, it's a good time to have yeah. a natural one we'll do you two first no, we'll party. as the two of you begin to make your way towards the Trinsington shipping company You see that there are a bunch of boat workers and sailors that just seem to be sitting around, not moving any crates, not getting any ships ready for departure. Um, and one is just kind of like chewing on a cob pipe. It's not even lit. If you're looking for work, my boys unfortunately have come to the wrong... <laughs> You've come to the wrong place. You're a happy man, aren't you? I can't be. Yes, um... Uh, he's gonna disguise his accent again. Okay. Um, yes, um... Well, we're looking not for work. Um, what are we looking for? You're looking for Lord Vincent Trinsington. We are looking for Lord Vincent Trinsington. Eh? Well, I'm sure the Lord's probably in his office right now, going through, uh... Going through old Scully's effects, trying to figure out exactly where the captain is. Uh, Nate Bellows, by the way, first mate of the Silver Squall. Hey, nice to meet you, Nate. Hey, uh, my name is, uh... Um, uh, sorry, I, for, I lost my accent there. Uh, nice to meet you, mate. My name is Jeff McLaughlin. 
And uh, this fine specimen is Roderick Schemendorfer. Mr. Schemendorfer? Yes. Is that Icelandic? Yes. Never been myself, but I've always heard it's a great place to retire to. I've never been myself either. <clears throat> Family name. He was born here. That's technically not deception. I've never been myself. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to give me deception check. You're way better at that than I am. So. Uh, tw- dirty 20. Nope. You are getting, like, fives in a row. Yep, exactly. Um, he goes, well, um... As I said, the Lord is up in the uh, captain's office at the moment, but uh, if you sit around, I'll go ahead and I'll announce your arrival. Uh, what business do you have with the Lord? Uh, well, we were sent here just to uh, have a conversation about him with the future uh, shipping pro- uh, for a future uh, shipping project. Um, but it seems like maybe we've come to the wrong place. If there's no work to be had, then perhaps this is the wrong Either way, we'd like to talk to him and see what we've got for options. Where where did we come... Where where was um, Big Mouth? Shacklewell. I'm just going to say, we've come all the way from Shacklewell to see him. It's an odd distance to come for particularly... Helpful, no good, but uh, I'll pass along the information to my employer. Hey, thank you. Of course, just um, have a seat, make yourselves comfortable. Yeah, well, uh, forget, forgive my big mouth saying shackle well, but uh, that's all right. You don't see anything. It doesn't just hoping. Luckily, <laughs> exactly. it uh, doesn't seem to mean anything to him. Um, he goes upstairs, and you see him head up some stairs into like one of those distended offices that overlook the bay yeah, of yeah. the interior. Yeah. Uh, a couple just dark silhouettes. And a moment later, um, Nate Bellows exits once again. And behind him is a man in a crushed blue velvet jacket, uh, just wearing a simple white button-down. Um, he looks to be on the uh, the, the early, early side of 50s. Um, he's got short, cropped, kind of uh, gray-peppered hair, um, a very small scattering of a soul patch down into a crisp of a... Kind of like a, I think of a short cropped goatee. The mustache itself is very minuscule um, and immaculately tailored. He's slightly barrel chested himself, um, and you see him that he's just flipping through some uh, papers that have been tied together into a sheaf. Um, and he goes, looks down. He goes, "Which one of you gentlemen are from Shacklewell?" Hi, that's us. Oh, excellent. Um, please, come up and join me in the office. Though I was to understand there would be three of you. I guess, uh, one is, uh, coming fourth right. Very well. Fourth width. I don't understand the, the lingo. The two of you begin to make your way up into the office. Jules. <laughs> you... Here, sounds getting. <laughs> yes, you didn't pull a rope. I pulled the rope. <laughs> you hear the sounds getting more. Not violent, just kind of more severe. And you occasionally do hear the occasional whack, and then an occasional. Tsh! Um, before you hear a 
And one of the windows that is near the water, you see Elbert fully, forcefully ejected and just into the water. Um, two moments later, a couple of people are exiting. You see one of them has a fishing harpoon and he's just polishing and he's going, completely scuffed the damn thing. Free pickings, and they have a time. <laughs> I've started alluding. Shadwell. Yeah. Mm. What you thinking, Jules? She's thinking, <clears throat> I need to have a talk with Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> um, it isn't too long before uh, a single constable is uh, brought back by one of the men with the ill-fitting trousers, kind of looking a little bit more gaunt. And he's holding uh, a uh, dinged-up bowler. He's going, you know, hello, little Alvin's around here, uh, Constable. He's, uh, someone stayed behind. Um, I've, I've already given my statement to the officer, um, unless you have... Did you see anything else different? I did not see the event, um, but there was a nice lad who was here, and he asked me if I could stay until the constables came. Terrible, absolutely terrible. Uh, well, Constable, I'll, I'll leave you to it. Um, yes, just uh, make sure you're keeping an open eye out for things around here. Seems like the whole city's going to shit. You're telling me, Constable. You're telling me. He walks away. He goes. All right, Miss. Um, you say a lad asked you to stay behind. Ah, uh, yes. And did he have anything additional? Basically, from what I can understand, a. Uh, a large, bald gentleman just out of nowhere just began beating the ever-living life out of this poor globe lad. Uh, from what I heard, it seems that perhaps uh, he was not quite himself, but again, I did not see the event. Um, and then I, I guess the lad uh, had, had pulled the boy away, but I think there was nothing to be done. Mm. <clears throat> you see the constable kind of leaned down and kind of put his ear directly above the boy's mouth. I see him put a hand on his chest. And you know that... I shouldn't say nothing. What? You see the constable remove his helmet, and he's younger looking. Probably around Jimmy's age. Yeah. Um, more thick in the jaw. Just kind of a little paunch in the cheeks, but very youthful looking. And he goes, We're not protecting the people that we need to be. I became a Bobby to try and prevent things like this. But it seems that all we're ever doing is playing clean up and catch up. Instead, we're, we're hunting a woman. Hunting a woman? Yeah. I'm sure you've heard of the Reven- uh, the Ripper's Revenge. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Some poor gal down on her luck kills a whoring bastard. Almost gets the rope for it. Spends five years apparently doing her best to clean things up. And then they decide she's for the rope anyway. And when she has the gall to survive, 
to hang one of our own instead. I, I'm so sorry, miss. I, you see him kind of nervously look around. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be saying any of this. My apologies. So perhaps they have you searching for this woman when you feel like you should be protecting others. Maybe that's why you have two eyes. <laughs> Unfortunately, mine are always looking in the same damn direction. But oftentimes, we can see more than one thing. Well, um, Miss Lottie, was it? If you feel the need to lodge a complaint or uh, write up an additional report, um, no, I I'm, don't think I need to do that. Regardless, protocol dictates what protocol dictates. I'm Officer Joshua Sapping, and this is my beat. Mm hmm. And. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> I, uh... He's given you his number. Badge number. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hot, too. And he goes, um, Miss Lottie, just... I mean, right now I look like a 47-year-old exactly. woman. Yeah. Utter milf. Joshua uh, what? Sapping. S-A-P-P-I-N-G. And uh, he goes, I'm really glad someone was waiting here with Alvin. I'll, I'll tell his mom. Though, granted, she'll probably be too high to care. And you see him kind of press the boy's body to his shoulder and start to walk away. No! Bravo! Yes? Ah! Yes? Okay. Uh, Where are we in Shadwell? You're in Shadwell, yep. I suck? It's too good. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Lottie, uh, what is your course of action after this interaction? Well, once the kid's good well taken care of, um, I'm going to uh, head down to the docks like I said I would. When I'm, as I'm passing through an alleyway, I'll change disguises I, love I just see this image of you just like, almost like in the Sherlock movies where he's just grabbing stuff, except for you it's like a carriage passes by and someone different's just That's walking. That's 100%. I love 100%. it. 100%. I absolutely love it. Imagine. So I think we're going down to the docks. I'm sorry. You guys are like a No. Never mind. I got confused. Um, I'm going to make myself look different since that was a bit of a hairy situation. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to stash my hat. Yep. Um... And uh, give myself a scraggly um, blonde hair that I can kind of like slick back with. Okay. And um, kind of. Uh, You're just living out your shapeshifter dream right now. I'm living aren't out you? my shapeshifter dream right now. Um, and a typical kind of a dock worker sort of outfit. Okay. Um, a little bit of a goatee. Great. You. It's not long before you find yourself at the same entrance that they were in mm -hmm. minutes before. And, um, you see Corn Cob, Pipe Guy. Mm -hmm. Come. If you're looking for work, I'm afraid you've come to the wrong place. I'm looking for two other men who came oh, in before me. You know, I keep telling people not to expect work, and then just people come keep going. 
They're with the boss right now. Just head up on the stairs. Do you have a spare hat? A spare hat? I lost mine. That's unfortunate for you. Just thought I'd check. <laughs> it's Wayne. I'm totally turning into Wayne right now. That's it is awesome. so happening. Awesome. It's, it's, it's going to be all about the hat. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, so, you got hat. It's all about the hat. The two of you, and I'll give you the signal when you enter. Okay, great. The two of you um, are now seated in front of a humble-looking desk. Um, there's a, a snow globe, of all things, that looks to Aww. be a, uh, a similar ship to the one that's currently being worked on uh, in the bay at the moment. And uh, you see Lord Trensington um, idly like wiping his fingers, kind of chuckling a little bit. And goes back to flipping through his papers and then pops a seat, uh, not at the desk across from you, but rather kind of leaning against one of the um, one of the bookshelves that just has uh, binders upon binders of these sheaves of paper. And he's flipping through, and he goes, "So, Shacklewell, it's a bit of a far way." Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> I, I suppose uh, when I mentioned it, I did open my big mouth a bit when I said that. You see, Lord Vincent begins to just kind of chuckle, and he puts the papers to the side, and he goes, It seems we can speak plainly. Oh, good. Yes, it would seem that we can. I just wasn't sure if I could around your men. No, that's uh, a safe bet to be made for sure. I'm... <laughs> my impending relationship with your employer is still strictly hush-hush. After all, your benefactor is not known for his above-the-table procedures. Yes, well, in these situations, discretion is generally uh, something that's called for. As well as the ability to go down channels that do not involve the proper authorities, I would imagine. Well, as you know, uh, these things are uh, better not spoken of. Let us uh, speak plain then indeed. I'm Lord Vincent Trinsington, the head of the Trinsington Shipping Company and of the House of Lords. To whom do I have the distinct pleasure of addressing? Uh, I'm Alex Armstrong. Do do you mind? Ah, no. Uh... I'm going to make it look like I'm pulling off. I'm going to use the nice. yep. illusion to pull the stuff off and <laughs> put it in my... And I Are am, you a popular man, Major? Uh, no. We generally try to disguise ourselves when we go into situations like this. Uh, the broadsheets tend to have um, quite good illustrations at times. So we have Major Armstrong and... Uh, Dr. Mickey Johansson. Well, an ex-military man and a P uh, no, PhD and a, and a doctorate. Big Mouth does seem to employ some very interesting characters. Indeed. Ah. Hello, then. Uh, our third member. Ah. Hello. Hello. I suppose you are Mysterious Third. I know Armstrong. I know Johansson. And whom do I have the pleasure of addressing? Uh, Archie Bernard. 
Actually, Glenn, it give me a deception check. Seppies. D Seppies. D Cs. God damn it! Oh, I only rolled a fourteen. <laughs> ten total. I rolled an eight. Yeah. Not. Oh. He's a ten well, total. I have a plus eleven, so <laughs> I didn't even need to roll really. <laughs> It's okay. You're just, doing I just, great. I, just, I, just, I, just I mean, we're okay with the... I know. Okay, so... Um, I think you should always use that. Uh, even exactly. when we're doing shield <gasps> and It's because they were in the same bag as my Jason dice. He's cursed them. I like when you use the Jason dice, too. You cursed your scam on dice. <laughs> and my Sumbelda dice. Oh, man, your favorite dice. They're all cursed! Listeners, uh, that's not how it works. Okay. Um... <laughs> So he goes, well, anyway, so I am under the understanding that I'm not being compensating you directly, but rather entering a partnership with Big Mouth himself. That being said, though, I do always believe in an extra skin in the game. So whatever Big Mouth has offered to pay you, I'll double it if you were able to find my man. Oh, that seems quite a hefty sum. After all, wouldn't hurt to have additional eyes in certain underbellies. Although Big Mouth isn't paying us, right? No, he's right. We don't he's know. giving us the house. Right. Well, uh, I think that uh, we could, find we could uh, agree with that arrangement. Uh, <laughs> I've never known someone to deny double dipping. So, when presented with a consequence-free environment. Well, yes, and of course, you never double dip the chip. <laughs> Gratuities must be taken into consideration when the final bill comes to foot. Of course. Yes. Now then, I allow me to. Feel like a whole conversation just happened. <laughs> and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> allow me to give you the facts of this case. I now, which one of you has been trained by the investigator? Archie. Oh, excellent. Or Mr. Vernon. Pardon me. Let us speak, not cautiously, but rather collaboratively. As you uh, probably have heard from Big Mouth, I have a rather successful shipping business going around. It's no East India trading company, of course, but uh, for all the uh, western coasts of uh, mainland Europe as well as uh, South Africa, my ships do run a tight ship, as it were. Uh, Now, none have been quite as uh, gratuitous in the profits as the Silver Squall. She was my maiden vessel, and then it said, indeed, is the... It's the ferry. It's, it's the ferry. It's the tightest ship. Yeah, it's been making millions off that guy. Um, I hate you. Um, Since selling boots at two pounds a piece off the ferry and making a fortune. Now, Captain John Schuyler has been my captain of this ship for the better part of 12 years. I, indeed, was the one who gave him his first job as a captain, after I poached him from the East India Trading Company myself. I did so because of his connections and the inspiration he's able to have upon his men. Now, <laughs> Scully, as he is known by to his compatriot, excuse me, compatriots, likes to go on benders every time he comes ashore. You know, he'll spend a couple of nights with his wife, uh, Elizabeth. Um, maybe spend... Uh, little time trying to build the family tree, as I understand it, Mm, Uh, before he decides that his uh, shore leave is best spent elsewhere. Now, I'm accustomed to him disappearing for four or five days at a time, 
However, we are coming up on the better part of two weeks, and he is still not reported in. Now, every day that the Silver Squall does not go out to retrieve my packages from the Congo, I am missing out on thousands of pounds. So, while Nate Bellows is an accomplished first mate, I hardly consider him Captain Material, and all my other vessels are out at the moment, as they are adhering to a schedule. If something has happened to Scully, I would like to at least have it known so that I can get the insurance payment for these shipments over and done with. If... Is, oh, sorry. No, by all means, speak up, sir. If you don't mind me asking, what uh, goods are you getting in the Congo? What is your knowledge on shipping businesses, Dr. Johansson? Well, I have a uh, passable knowledge in uh, many things. Uh, master of none, but uh, I'm familiar with the world. Very well. Uh, exotic fruits, certain grain, antiquities. Can uh, he do it? Insight? Go for it. Anyone can if they want to. Not, you're not very insightful. Um, you're going exotic fruits, you say. Um, exactly. Um, it's the antiquities bit that he seems to have the most concern over. And it seems that his connection with an underbelly criminal crime lord is starting to make a little bit more sense. You get the sense that he's probably smuggling in cultural artifacts and that kind of stuff. You know, something that... Okay, I... I w- something that Great Britain is famous for. That's right, I said it. Wow, you know our listeners are mostly from Great Britain? I was actually just trying to see if he was smuggling in slaves. Oh, no. Also, slavery is not in Great Britain anymore at this point. Yeah, yeah, well... But he could be dropping them off in the States. True enough. Anyway. Uh, you know, slavery is abolished at this point in time, too. I'm not saying... What year is it? 1899. I'm saying some oh, sort 18... of human trafficking. 1899. Wow. My head was in there. Yes, you're right. Slavery is going for us, too. Huh? I, legal. It was illegal legal to yes. have slaves, but there were still people that were getting, like, taken advantage. Double checking the year there, yeah. Emily. <laughs> My head was all goofed. 1738. No, for some reason, my, my head was thinking 1700s for some reason. Oh. That was weird. Victoria is really old at this point in time. Um, <laughs> I mean, wasn't the East India Trading Company abolished by this time? Was it? I don't know. I think so. Maybe. It didn't know. exist anymore. I don't know. It, it does in our world. It does here. Yes. In this Cthulhu dimension, it does. Thank you. That's a, it, um, it didn't. It didn't so uh, he, he uh, harumphs and uh, turns his attention back to you. So he says... Uh, I myself am no investigator. I am not certain as to where we'll need to begin. However, I do know of at least a couple of different haunts that are nearby that I have had my own men checking out and listening in for. 1874 was when it was okay. Gotcha. Well, maybe he poached him from that. Yeah. That's um, and he goes, his wife is less thrilled to speak with me, mostly because my uh, last conversation was a tad bit harsher than I intended. So perhaps some... Friendlier faces might indeed yield more informative results. Well, 
what other hearts? Right. Um, one second. Um, sorry. Calling up my list. Something I should have said. Something I should have said. Um, ah, there's the, the Captain and the Undertaker. Which is? It's a pub. Public house. Uh, you can find that right here in Shadwell, probably about two blocks down. Um, can we assume that you've already looked there? Uh, you can assume that I've checked all of his haunts. It's a little of no effect. Um, over in the Wapping District, uh, um, about probably a quarter to half hour. It's a big area, I, I recall. Um, you may also find him at the Green Antlers. Mr. Green Antlers? Yes. Apparently the green stag was already taken and then it was a whole big debacle about uh, copyright and ownership. Wapping district? W-A-P-P-I-N-G, yes. Oh. Like WAP? That's some WAP. Okay. Uh, finally in Stepney, without uh, papers. near his, uh, his own family abode, uh, you might be able to find it at the, uh, the, the Lying Sturge. You're going to have to spell that. No, so, lying, as in oh, the lion. deceptive, I said lioness turd. and sturge, as in S-T-I-R-G-E, as in the fish. I, there's a lot of nautical-themed pubs that he frequents. Don't ask me why. So this is Emily asking you to spell, not I understand. Archie. Uh, where was lying sturge, what district did you say? Stepney. Stepney? S-T-E-P-N-E-Y. Um, it's uh, to the uh, east of Whitechapel. If I might ask, um, is he an amiable person when he gets intoxicated? Does he tend to be fun? Uh, does he have or a lot aggressive. of friends that might uh, be hiding his, his whereabouts from I you? I don't mean to sound callous. Um, I'm aware that I've said that he's been my captain for my premier vessel for the past 13 years and I do pay him a handsome salary he is not a friend he is an employee and as long as he is not drunk while he is piloting my ships I don't really give a daft ass what he does on his off I'm asking so, this to determine whether he might be a popular person with the locals and whether they might have reason to not want to tell Then I suggest people. you speak to his compatriots rather than his employer. All right. Give me an insight check. Yeah. Not you. Okay, well, I got on that one. Anyway, okay, so cool. been <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. Armstrong may also give one. It's only a nine. Gotcha. Hey, I'm insightful. Yeah, that's that's Sixteen good. plus dirty twenty. Nice. Uh, I'm so insightful, guys. It's because you're sad and you're like, you're like, oh, I killed that boy. <laughs> For all you listeners out there, the dungeon master is whispering into. Soren's ear, and now Soren's not looking so good. You might wish to start with uh, Master Bellows, uh, as I said, the first mate, and uh, I will be heading back to uh, my quarters in um, 
<laughs> in Bloomsburg. So uh, feel free to pass along any missives there on uh, King Avenue, 13 King Avenue in Bloomsburg. Is there right. any other... Well, actually, I should probably start this. When was the last time he was seen that you know of? Well, that would be when the Silver Squall made bank. Probably, let's see, if he's been missing for two weeks. Two weeks and three days. So, better part of 17 days ago. So, to your knowledge, no one has seen him since that day. I have not seen him since that day. Right, you said you sent some of your people out to go about. Do you know Correct. if he was seen by his wife, by anyone? That gives us a bit of a stopping point. No one has given me anything, which is why I have enlisted the help of a criminal lord. Does that make sense? For one who has apparently been trained by an investigator, you're awfully slow on the uptake. Excuse me, sir. We will find your man. Excellent. And show yourselves out. <clears throat> we will. Yep, Good. I'm pushing, pushing up. And uh, as, Mickey. as we're as, as we're, we're going out, <laughs> I'm going to say Mickey. Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I want to change the music. I have I'm anger sorry issues. for my behavior today, but. The way that that man was treating that poor boy got to me. I do not like when people take advantage of children. So, Mickey? Let us us speak of this in a more private location. Come, let us... Not. I know that I acted. Let us not air yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll get somewhere that's a little bit more yeah. secluded. Okay. So we're walking down the stairs. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you could probably pick some corner what of this like shipping house. Now. Uh, it's yeah. It's probably well. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say four. Okay. Four. Um. So um, I'm going to say, so um, Mickey, when you're doing this kind of work, which you're new to. The goal should always be to be as least memorable as possible and to leave as little evidence of your passing behind, right? So while I don't disagree with your feelings about the shopkeep brandishing an axe and intimidating him into giving us boots definitely made him remember us and then news to you Armstrong and then when I was there with the boy he immediately saw a chance to exploit his her ego and tried to turn it back on me and back on you precisely and that's why you'll notice when we were dealing with our employer at the moment who was being outrageously persnickety and condescending when he was giving us nothing to go on for his case although I wanted to come back with a smart retort which I have done I didn't because that's not going to serve our purpose does that make sense? well I just told him that we were leaving I know (laughs) but there was an attitude with it which once again was 100% deserved but we don't want to leave an impression. We want him to forget we exist. Might I also say that 
I'm very aware of what I did in the shop, but I also distracted everyone and took the heat off of you after creating the problem. True. Which I Although, I think, I think perhaps that shopkeep may not be alive anymore. Oh, he's fine. The I biggest saw him get guy. thrown out a window. Well, he won't remember us, will he? <laughs> so as the two of you are getting more and more into this conversation. Uh, that man was taking advantage of that child. <laughs> the biggest. We don't know to what extent, and we don't know what else he might. You know. I'm aware that I made a mistake. I, I'm sorry. No, I, I know that. I just want to touch base. I normally do not act this way. You feel all of a sudden just a little whoop as you are both held up in the air, not very far at all. Just. Armstrong, you have something to say. You are right, and you are right. But I must, <laughs> I must say that our new employer is. I'll set you down. <laughs> Think of this man. He's been pushed to desperation. He's turned to criminal means. Not to say that we are criminals, but we are associating with, uh, with, with one. A, a man pushed to those limits. I think you may have made an enemy. Well, I didn't say anything. I, the way he looked at you, I, I would advise you to tread cautiously and carefully. Made an enemy on what grounds and asking about the cargo? No. In, in, whatever you did, it was seen as an insult to his integrity. And uh, I, I, I've seen looks like that before. I think he'll be all right. I don't think he was that upset with me. I think that he was rude, and I got a little rude back with him, and then he gave me a look to say, F off. I, I think... Yeah, well, when you're dealing with these kind of people, they usually mean that quite literally. Well, we left, and we're going to get him as A man in his position is used to a certain level of respect, and... Uh, He's a lord, isn't he? He is. I'm a doctor. Go get over it. Let's go said. find this man. I need to relax and stop thinking about these things right now. And as, as you, sir, walk, uh, Miss Walker, how, how good are you at forging? Apology. I would not be good at that. Can I? I'm gonna do a. Can I? Can I do a perception? perception check? Did you hear that? Give me a slight hand. Uh, or stop. Uh, Eighteen. <laughs> What's hilarious is that Whoops. he hasn't seen his handwriting. handwriting. That's mean, what I find gonna, absolutely hilarious. I just mean I wouldn't be good at writing an apology note. I'm gonna hear him, and I'm gonna be like. Mickey, nobody's writing a letter. I mean, uh, uh, Armstrong. Alex, nobody's writing a letter. It's fine. He's not that insulted. Give me a perception check, all of you. 22. Someone's been spying on us the whole time. 22? Eight. Eight. Thirteen, we'll look back. He's not unhinged. He's just in need of help. (laughs) 
Um, so you, I, you said that you guys have been like walking away yeah, we're, and we're, talking. Yeah, so yeah, we, 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 we didn't start, we didn't start this conversation until we were like a, uh, like a street corner. Absolutely, absolutely. And then we're, um, are we walking back to our domicile? Or we, we don't have a domicile. Uh, oh. Well, no, you you can stay there. You just don't have it exclusively until yes. you've gotten the sample approval. Yeah, right. So our, um, but yeah. it's only four. I say we yeah, so check we out a couple okay. of okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's check out the, well, I wish I could talk to the wife first, but let's check out the closer pub first. Okay. Um, so that was the... Well, why pub, pub, were we rolling pub. perception? Uh, no, hold on just a second. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So with the 22, uh, you do see probably about 40 feet behind you, Cobb Pike just kind of lazily in his, in his mouth, um, and just kind of arms tucked into a trench coat. Walking behind you, and uh, he sees that you see him, and he just kind of tips his hat, and then just kind of awkwardly looks around a little bit. Gosh, I'm thirsty. And ducks into uh, a, um, we'll call call it the seal paw, Um, a very shabby small looking public house directly next to him. Keep an eye out uh, for any of our friend's associates. My guess is that uh, a man like him may um, try to have people listen in on our conversations with people at these pubs and uh, find his friend before we do so that he doesn't have to pay us off. Let's put it this way. He's uh, losing uh, uh, thousands of pounds, as he said, every day, and I don't think that uh, he would mind saving the money. Especially if he's uh, not particularly happy with those that Big Mouth has sent. So, uh, let's go in. Um, see what happens. So, we're going into the... Uh, can, I, can I... Captain and the Undertaker. Do a... Can I think about the interaction? We, uh, did, did I notice that... Can I think back and, like, notice if there was any kind of, like, residual, like, if it seemed like it was just in the moment I understand that he was the not... mindset. I understand the mindset. Um, if you had a feat called Keen Mind, which uh, involves perfect recollection, I would say go for it. Uh, but considering you failed the insight check in the moment, I'm, he- I'm going to say no. Wait, insight check in the moment? Yeah, we all did an insight check, and he got, like, a natural 20 or something. Oh, yeah. oh, That's I see. That's why he noticed it, and we did not. Yep. Oh, um, okay, I didn't realize Yeah, no, no, not a problem, not a problem. Okay, so uh, into the Captain and the Undertaker. Um, you see a, uh, a rather uh, buxom uh, lady. Um, and uh, she is rosy-cheeked, um, fight me bouncing there, brown curls. Uh, kind of a little bit of a receding hairline that she has tried to conceal with a kerchief. Um, probably in about her mid-30s or so. And um, she is just wearing a big green bonnet that she is basically spilling out of. Mm-hmm. Um, a big green what? Bonnet. <laughs> did I say bonnet? You sure did. Blouse. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> big green bonnet. I was just uh, like going with you and I was like, wait. <laughs> it's a lot of hair. The room of this pub has been, uh, there's a big black streak that has been painted from the top of the bar all the way across the bar, all the way across the floor. Um, on one side of the room, uh, there is a mannequin, uh, like just like a wooden carved figure that is just wearing drab black clothing and a tall black hat. And on the other one side of the room, there's another carved mannequin, and this one's wearing just like a blue jacket and a, a, a white captain's cap. 
Um, and uh, you see that uh, one side of the room, people are just eating very quietly, taking their small drinks, whereas the other side of the room is like where the uh, fiddle player is, uh, where people are laughing and rousing. Um, this is the captain and the undertaker. Um, cute, I like it. Yep, and um, Mammy Sweet um, comes up and she goes, <laughs> What will it be? The happy side or the dreary side? Uh, we actually have some questions. Oh, for you. oh, dreary side it is. Lucinda, you got customers. More boring stick in the muds. <laughs> Who's ready for some more sweet? Hey, sweet! And then the buxom lady goes over to the captain's side. Uh, coming from the back room of the pub, uh, you see a much thinner woman, very gaunt features. Um, gray hair that is done up in a tight bun. Uh, kind of just like a pursed, pursed lips. Uh, and she goes, You have questions? Yeah, we're um, we're looking for a man named Captain John Schuyler, and we understand that he uh, frequently comes into this establishment. Gully. Yes, Gully. Yeah. No. Granted, uh, he more often than not enjoy my niece's side of the pub, but um, she's drunk as a skunk right now, so you probably wouldn't be getting much out of her. Um. Mickey's going to go over to the other side and go to the bar. Great. We'll uh, come back to that. Um, Armstrong, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to... I'm going to change to pub music. I'm going to get a drink. Ooh. Okay. Why are there two bars? One on the good side, one on the bad side. Uh, Go ahead and everyone just roll a d20. Seven. Nine. Nine. Roll off again. Fifteen. Sixteen. Oh, no. Starting with you, Jules. Okay. So you're still on the Undertaker's side. Um, and Lucinda is looking at you and she goes, Scully, so yes, um, what is it that you want to know, dearie? I probably haven't seen him for, oh, it's been at least a week. So you have seen him within the past two weeks, then. You, you saw him last week. Oh. Can you... She's going to roll history. Oh. Uh, yes, I, I want to say about nine days ago, probably. It was uh, right near the end of the month, so... Yes, because I was doing inventory. Yes, it was nine days ago. And uh, how did he seem? Oh. Well... Irate, if I'm being entirely honest. He and uh, he and his first mate were seemed like they were having a bit of a bout. So his first mate was in with him. Yes, yes. Uh, man who he never gets rid of his corn pipe. Oh. All right. Um. What kind of man was Scully? Was he generally liked, generally disliked? You're using the past tense, my my friend. He's uh, 
something happened to Scully? Sorry, I'm used to it sol- solving cases that involve someone who's already dead now. Solving cases? Goodness gracious, what's going on? Uh, we just are trying to find Scully. Oh, very well. He hasn't been seen for a bit. doesn't mean anything hasn't happened to him, so I apologize for using the past tense. Just because I haven't. Oh, of course. Um, he's a nice one to look at. I'd be quite upset if something happened to him. Oh, he's good looking. Oh, very. All right. Um, so he was he was angry, argued with the first mate. Yeah, well, it was really more first mate arguing with him. He seemed more placative, if anything, but irate nonetheless. Right. Um. <clears throat> what kind of man was Scully? Yeah. Uh, is Scully? Uh, is Scully. As I said, handsome. Uh, has a good way of uh, lighting up a room. Uh, well liked, I would say. Yes. Always has a shanty or two, which, you know, I don't appreciate on my side of the bar, but uh, we can't help but overhear every now and then. And you see her eyes kind of narrow as she looks over at the captain's side. Um, are there any patrons in tonight who were acquaintances or well-known to Scully? Well... <laughs> see if uh, if Lizzie's around here then uh, she'd probably be a good one to check though she's often on the captain's side yeah of course you know I personally find it in poor taste that he flaunts around his mistress but he's a man what are you going to do is she in she if she is she'll be on the she'll be in the back near the band on my sister, on my niece's side. What does she look like? Uh, thick lad, thick lass, um, thick lass. Um, she's uh, got uh, strawberry blonde hair, and uh, often wears far too much lipstick. That ought to do. Thank you very much for your information. Of course, um, you're a pretty handsome lad too, you know. Thank you. We could use some more handsome patrons on this side of the pub. If I have a chance to come back and get a drink, I'll get one. Fantastic. Thank you. Just ring the bell, but not too loudly, please. Let's see. She goes back into the back room. And then I'll head over to the cabin side. Going over to Mr. Armstrong, having a drink. Mm -hmm. So Mammy Sweet is pouring rows of rum into dirty glasses, and uh, you see that the rum glasses are actually affixed to an oar. And uh, she's going... All right, I need eight brave gentlemen who can go against me. If I finish this glass, and she pours herself a glass that is easily three times larger than any of the glasses affixed to the ore. Um, if I finish this before you all finish that, then drinks are double charged for the night. But if I don't finish this, And you win. Next three rounds are on the house. (laughs) Who'll go for the oar? Can I... Can I... Challenger approaches. Hi, Ben. In what capacity? Uh, He's going to say, what if I win? I get to have half an hour alone with you. And what did you say? As you started to... Challenger approaches. Oh, Excellent. (laughs) Okay, um, so as as you start approaching the ore, 
And then, like, through the cacophonous, yeah, a half hour alone with you. <laughs> exactly. No. You hear, you hear a fiddle string. <laughs> and Mammy looks to you. <laughs> give me a straight charisma check. <laughs> and then I'll give you a homosexual charisma check. What? A straight charisma check? Oh. 18, 19, 20, 23. What? <laughs> what did you roll? An 18. Oh my god. Oh my god! Jason <laughs> has cursed my dice. That is so one, funny, that one, Jay. Bingo! What? Oh, they were all just in the bag with the Jason oh, dice. I've kept them separate for so long. That is insane. <laughs> and then I put them in a bag. Have you rolled anything above an eight? Well, he got a couple. But they I were did. Not helpful. They were not. I'm so mad right now. Um, <laughs> you and me. Um, she looks at you, and she goes, I haven't been... Mm, nope, that's Lucinda. I haven't been propositioned like that for quite some time. Um, maybe? Um, tell you what. You... Two and two others had to finish the eight drinks. And I'll make it fair. You see she kind of like sachets her dress a little bit, um, showing off a, a nice, juicy, thick thigh. Okay. Um, juicy. Gross. Yeah. If, they, if, they, if, she, like, if she was in modern era, she'd be wearing pink sweatpants that say juicy on the butt. Nice. Like that's, yeah. that's how, that's the level of class that this woman has. Class. Manny sweet. Um, and, uh, so, uh, yeah, so Emily, you and I are going to be the other two rollers okay. for commoners, uh, for drunkards. So, you know, I was going to cast, plus two. I was going to do minor illusion and make it look like the alcohol was gone. Gone. You're well, more than it. welcome to do that. Okay. You're more than welcome to do that. Um. Certainly true. Okay, so. Here's how this little mini-game is going to work. So are you ready? I'm ready. There is eight glasses of rum. Shot glasses. Literally affixed to this ore. We need to raise it as one and then drink. The raising is going to be the difficult aspect. We only get a plus two to our dexterities. You guys get your dexterities as they are. We all need to be within seven points of each other, or the ore will get horribly uneven, and we will spill. And then that'll be a forfeiture of the game. Um, because I don't understand this game. So, are there so four people are raising the ore and like, trying to drink as one. How is there alcohol on an ore? It's in the, the, the glasses, glasses are, are fixed to are the ore. Attached to the ore. Oh, so that makes so to... much more sense. It was the first thing I said! Well, you said yeah. or, you and did. I just wasn't sure what that meant. You're but dealing with someone that doesn't drink. I'm aware, no, but I said, right. it. I said it. I said You're it. You're dealing with three people I that don't sorry, drink. Sorry, got it. You're the um, only one that drinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so because y'all are, you know, warriors of a sort, you get to roll dexterity with advantage. In this case, advantage does not necessarily mean the higher roll. Because you're going to want to try to get within seven points of us. 
Because it's all about raising it as one. Okay. Okay. So we get plus two. Okay. Do you get advantage? Oh, no. I got 11. Okay, I got six. So that's within seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So So you need to get within seven. but But you're six. Yes. So no, it's we have to be at least within seven of each other. But I thought you didn't have an. I have plus added. two. Oh, I thought you said you didn't. No, I have plus I mean, two. Plus two, so do I. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're within seven of each other. So you need to be either within seven of six or seven of eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but we uh, so we can roll. So if you though get, get an eighteen, you you're still good. Four, and if you four then four to eighteen. Four yeah. Eighteen is my thing. Okay, cool. Okay, and we're rolling advantage. You guys get advantage because you are. Astute at these kind of battles. So you don't necessarily take the four. higher one. You take... So that's a four and a Both sixteen. Eight, so I'm still good. Okay. A four and a sixteen. Great. Okay, so we're all within the uh, the margin of error. Um, you lift the glasses up successfully, all of your mouths ready and open. Now, because we each have two glasses to finish, um, this is going to be the constitution saving throws of trying to drink okay, down. As I'm much also gonna can. help by making it look like now you can only you can cover two glasses with one of your illusions but you can't do more than that okay so i'm gonna be watching while it's happening okay and watch for the ones that are actually he's just going to do it for his glasses okay he's great he he doesn't drink so the dc we get a plus two this dc for the constitution is an eight it's not it's drinking it's not that bad Okay, that is the first successful check I have rolled. I got a 19. Okay, so great. My drunk is really good at this. Oh, oh no! Six, natural one. Okay, so 18. Do you don't get advantage on poison or anything like that? I, I don't. Okay. I, I just have you know advantage on deck saves. I can see the, the skill. Okay. I was looking for a bunch of stuff. For <laughs> Wait, wasn't that a dex? No. Oh, sorry. No, that was, that was a con. con. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, Armstrong, here's the good news. You wanted to get drunk. Congratulations. Yay! So our two drunkards. And we don't win, which means you don't get laid. Exactly. Um, I'm just kidding. You weren't, you weren't gonna do that. Yeah. Well, well, so she hasn't. Then, so she well, hasn't wait, rolled this yet. Was, this so. was his first drink. I'm gonna use minor illusion to make it look like he drank it. Okay. Give me a sleight of hand. I'm just kidding. I'm assuming you're going to get in there and ask your questions. That's a 12. Okay. Our perception. Oh, this just got interesting. So Novum Dice coming back with a vengeance, y'all. Okay, so that's true. Wait, do I need to use my hands, though, to use a minor illusion? What is the the components for minor illusions? Verbal, somatic, and material. Uh, Hold on. VSM? Minor illusion. Is just you create a sound or the the last, uh, but it's I've been casting. Up here it says it's uh, somatic and material. So if you need to be able to move something, and you have a little. So in your case, it's always been gestures. That's how you've been doing things. So it's just the. By the way, you and I need to have a roll off because I got a natural one on my Constitution save for drinking. Wait, oh, the, the lady? Yes, she got a natural one. Oh, that's nice. So, you gotta beat me, Con. Oh my god. <laughs> Some Novum Dice coming back with a vengeance! Do it. Okay, great. So, um. 
So I got a two. She I get it better than the last time. She gulps down her huge tall boy of rum. And as she sets it down, it's just in time for her to see you kind of do like a little to make it look like the rum that was splashing over his face actually goes into his mouth instead. And she's just kind of like does she even know what that is? Nope, she has no idea what she just saw. All she saw was you just doing like a weird little like ling-ling-ling-ling-ling-ling <coughs> and then rum that looked like it was spilling off of his face went into his mouth instead. So she's just like... Eh. She's hammered. That's funny. <laughs> you a magician? Uh, well, I could show you. <sighs> There used to be a street. Lucinda, you remember the street performer at my 13th birthday? And you hear Lucinda coming from the back go, It was a vagrant. He wasn't hired. See, <laughs> yeah, I know, but he pulled the bunny out of his hat. It was dead. He was literally eating it. I, it was really magical. Um, You can show me whatever tricks you want. And she grabs... The cuff of your shirt. Can I see uh, perception check if there's any coffee anywhere? Absolutely. Ew. Uh, it's a ten. No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. She, well, is there? Uh, can I? Is she, there water anywhere? Give me an athletics check if you're resisting her pull. That's a nat twenty. Oh, and that was a seventeen. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, so she's like. So I'm gonna say w- one moment, and mm. I'm gonna grab a pitcher of water off the counter. And I'll, and she doesn't know that it's not alcohol, I'm guessing. Smart idea. <laughs> Armstrong. Uh, the taps are left unattended. <laughs> I'm drunk and traumatized. So. <laughs> Armstrong, like, lay... So you come over just as Armstrong is beginning to pull the lever, and you see Mickey getting dragged into a back room by Mammy. I'm just going to say, I'll be back. Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> I really miss Pat right now. <laughs> I'm going to take him over to a corner booth and sit it's him down. Stilling. I'm going to go back. I'm going to get a pitcher of water. As you pull him away, there's just a loud king sound. <laughs> <laughs> the patrons go crazy. Do I see this? It's a scene from Pete's no, The door is being closed. I'm going to dancing on the barrels. <laughs> I'm going to let that go. And I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna shove you oh in a booth. I'm gonna give you some water. I'm gonna say, you can be miserable, but be miserable here. And no, no. This is water. Yeah. We're investigating. <laughs> it's a case. It's five. <sighs> yes, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I'm up here now. Um, then this hour may be many things, but it's not happy. <laughs> As you are walking away from Thank the booth, you. That was a pretty good joke, I give thought. me the perception. Poor investigation. I like that one. Oh, that's a natural one. See the captain's <laughs> name up on the wall in a picture of him drinking. Well, yeah, exactly. I wasn't yeah. looking for anything yet. So what I'm going to do, because since I don't see Your anything yet, and there's stuff, I'm going to go yeah, and I'm going to exactly. try to patch up the keg that got busted. Uh, you are being booed like crazy by the other patrons. Oh. You all can sit down. 
Give me an intimidation oh, check. Oh, damn. She's just giving me crap about not being me- remembered. Here she is. Oh! Drunks. My God. Yay. Oh, shoot. Yay. Well, did You're you back. beat a five? Um, nope. intimidation? I got a five. Meets beats. I rolled a one, a two, and a four with a plus one to charisma. I rolled a two. My dice are cursed. That's insane. Um, Except that stone die. Exactly, yeah. I'm not being memorable. They're all drunk. That's true. Also, she can change how she looks. Yeah, exactly. There's a, so now there's like a well, I can't like, kind of like upset, like, oh. Uh, but they all start to go over to the Undertaker side. On the, on the front part of my head. Okay, as they're all leaving, now I would like to try to see if I find Lizzie. Great. It would the rest of investigation. Head, it's just minor. Natural 20, version. 25. Oh my gosh, that are 20s, guys. At least, not anymore. She That's just, what the natural 20 she gets you. Did she... Meaning she just moved over to the Undertaker side? No, let me, let's see. With the natural 20, here's how we'll do this. That's a 20. So with the natural 20, as you are looking around, trying to look for a blonde, bouncy hair, strawberry blonde with uh, obnoxious lipstick, um, you see that uh, right near where the spout exploded is a glass with very thick uh, red lipstick stains on it. And as you look around, you see walking past the outside window, kind of just going, run. Okay, we'll come back to you in a moment. In the back room. Yes. Um, you see her Gosh. close the door. Is this a bedroom? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and she starts going, Okay, magic man, you've got exactly five minutes before I have to be back up there. All right. Make it happen. Here's what we're going to do. You lay down on that bed. Oh, oh my God. And I'm going to take this sheet here. Oh my god. And he tears it oh! in half. And I'm going. And he's going to get really close to her yep. face. And he's going to say, and I'm going to tie you up. Say that into the microphone. Dude, just wait. And I need to change the, I need to change the music again. Go ahead. And I am going to tie you up. Oh my gosh. I can't even write. Do I need to leave? <laughs> This no. song is called Temple of Seduction. Oh. No. It's uh, part of the Sex Vibes playlist. You did not need to show me that. <laughs> no. All I want you to do is keep <laughs> your take pretty red lips closed tightly. <laughs> um, and he's tying her hands. Terrible. This is terrible. And um, would you like me to tie your feet as well? Mm. All right. <laughs> and he's gonna tie her feet, and then he's gonna say, "Here's a little game that I like to play." Mm. Yes, it's called. I ask you a question, and if you answer correctly, I will give you something that you want. Mm. Mm. Mickey has all kinds of darkness inside Do him. You have. Is this darkness going to be inside her? Is the question. Oh. Gross. Do you have D&D a customer dark. here named Captain Underpants? John. Uh, it's uh, Scully. It's uh, John Scully. Captain Skyler. John Scully Skyler. 
Hmm? He, why is he going... Because you oh, said keep her pretty you lips. Can, you can talk. <laughs> I'm confused. This, this game is a lot less sexy now. No, don't worry about it. You know that he's sexy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a looker. He's a little gaunt for my tastes. I like him thick. Well... <laughs> I thought that Mickey was thin. He is, he is. Uh, Alright, so he's going to kiss her on the forehead. Okay. Is it on here or is it just me? No. It's just you. Question number two. The rest of us are just uncomfortable. <laughs> Where does he like to hang out the most when he's not here? You see her eyes just kind of go like, What? And she looks at you inquisitively, and she's starting to look at her hands that are bound, and her feet that are bound, and she goes, this is starting to feel more like an interrogation. <laughs> she's sobered up way faster than I thought. Uh, believe it or not, getting tied up and then like ask random questions about people tend to have an interesting effect, but you're right, I'm going to have her do a constitution saving Yeah, come throw. on, She man. needs to get a DC 14 to sober up. She has a plus two to come I'm on. also right in her ear. That's a miss. I'm also like right in her ear, breathing. Okay, so she's going to be like, this is starting to feel more like an interrogation, but okay. Um, what was the question? Uh, where does she generally like to spend her time when he. she's not here? He, where does he like to dee 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 when he's not here? Um, I know he likes some other pubs, but, um, oh, he likes to take his mistress out after a night when they're feeling particularly randy and don't like to go down? back to the, uh, don't like to go all the way back to who 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 Don't like to go all the way back to. Takes Lizzie where? Sorry. They don't like to go all the way back to Limehouse. So sometimes they just kind of like to head on over to the Wappen House. A Wappen House. It's a abandoned warehouse right on the river. Oh, sounds like a nice place to have a rendezvous. Yeah. Either uh, that, or if you're Jones in for some Oriental opium. Uh, I see. He's gonna kiss her on the ear. Uh-huh. All right. Next question, and possibly the last. <gasps> Maybe I'll make your dreams come true. <gasps> Tell me. Sorry, where was the where they don't like to go back to Lime? Limehouse. Limehouse. That's that, a that... district. That isn't where his wife is, though, right? No, that's where his mistress lives. Right. Um, if I were trying to find this man, what other information might you give me that would lead me in the right direction? Give me a charisma check with disadvantage. Oh, not a perfect... Yeah, persuader. no, she's sobered up. She's sobered. That's a nineteen. She's sobered up now, and she's just like I can't do persuasion. No, give me charisma, Jack. All right, where are my charismas? That is, that is nineteen. Okay, so let's see. For charisma, she only has plus one. Beats me. Well, the, the, so that was her for her sobering up. Okay. This is now for you. Beat her. In With disadvantage, you got a nineteen. Oh, did you give me disadvantage? Yeah, because she she sobered up. Well, either way, it's 22. If Jeez, I have disadvantage. So. His charisma is insane. Charisma? Yeah. Um, she goes, hmm, if he's not here, 
And if he's not at the tower at the Wappen House. He might be at the getaway. Was that that wasn't one that we were told about, right? It's a um it's a sailors' club. It's in the bay. A small island. Really more of a shack on stilts. But it's at the bay. It's uh, where the more dark and dangerous sailors like to play. How, what does she look like, by the way? This woman? Yeah. Uh, bouncy blonde hair. Receding um, hairline. Receding hairline. Uh, green blouse, not bonnet. <laughs> and uh, spilling out uh, bosoms. bosoms. Okay. Uh, well, make... I've lost connection to the internet. Interesting. It's gone. Uh, Mickey's going to say... Well, I appreciate your information. And then he's going to give her a big kiss. Ah, okay. Um, she's really eager for it. Her breath is terrible. She tastes absolutely awful. Like, give me a constitution save. Uh, that's uh, 22. You keep the bile in your mouth. <clears throat> Hello, sailor. He's going to untie her. Oh. And he's going to say, five minutes is up. Well, you better leave the room because I've got myself all worked up now and I need a breather. (laughs) He's going to say, it was lovely chatting. Come by anytime. I Um, As you leave, uh, you see that the bar I is just, large. Yeah. I couldn't just leave or she'd be like... Yeah, no. The bar is largely empty now, uh, except for a couple people over on the Undertaker's side. Um, the bar is covered in beer and sitting in one of the booths, like just like glaring at a glass of water is Armstrong. <laughs> Armstrong, what in God's name... Happened in the three minutes that I was up there. It was definitely five, Joe. It's closer to fifteen. I, I, well, no, he left before it was five, but she was too drunk to know, so he just was like, he couldn't stay for two more minutes, or he'd have to do more. Uh, sure, everything's fine. Everything's fine here, and this. Beer is flat. <laughs> is he talking about the water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only complaint. It's flat. <laughs> well, um, I suppose that it's uh, time to go, and I think that I know exactly where we need to go next. Are, are no jewels. Where's no, no jewels? No jewels. I need to pay my tab. Where's jewels? I need to pay my tab. Hey, stop for a moment. One moment as I pay I will my pay tab. your tab. Where's jewels? She told me to stay here. Oh, God. All right. Well, I'm going to just, like, how much do you owe? 
At that point in time, the back door opens, and you hear Mammy Sweet scream, What the bleep happened to my pub? He's going to toss a pound <laughs> on, on the counter and say, Sorry for the mess. <laughs> Emily, get over here. Come on, did you miss she's, my she's Star re- Wars? No, it was beautiful. She's no, resetting the... Gotcha. Oh, oh, I can I can change the sex music now. I don't know if you want to. It's like Cody's buddy. Oh my god. You're incredible. That is so good. Alright. Um, the internet's back in a second. Okay. Alright, I'm back. Excellent. Um, oh. Damn. Mm-hmm. I wanna see. Muscly too. Oh yeah, she's strong. I don't have a problem with that. I want to see. She's strong. I base her off of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> nothing wrong with a with a with a lady with some big Bush. muscles. Yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with. You got them hips. Them hips. Okay. Wrong with any of them. Oh Jules. Yeah. Rewinding a couple minutes mm-hmm. to you. Running out of the bar after her. As you Um, see, he's got biceps to spare. She's only probably about maybe 15, 20 feet in front of you. Um, It's October, early October. And it's in one of the more smoggy areas. You see that the lamplighters are starting to go about their business turning the castor oil, lighting the wicks. And even then, it's not doing much to keep the smog and the sea fog at bay. You can see pretty darn clearly, thanks to, you know, recent additions to your arsenal. That's right. I have dark vision. And while it pierces the dark, piercing the fog is another matter entirely. I'm just going to call out to her. I'm just going to straight up say, Um... You see her kind of, her silhouette kind of halt in the fog, turn around to you, and then she starts walking faster. Have we come outside yet? I hate this. Why can't we're powerless to help? I'm going to call out again. Lizzie, I'm trying to find Scully. She starts running. Okay. Rutachi! Yay! Put the Rutachi's music on. Yay! I hope I catch her. Joe's so tall, he has to duck under my arch decorations. <laughs> You're so tall that your head pumps the decorations. <laughs> Jules Walker. Except you're on that other roof, but it's okay. No, Foggy Chase. Foggy Chase! Um, hadn't the foggiest. Hadn't the foggiest idea of what's going on, why she's running. <laughs> but the moment she starts to pick up speed and you start hearing that. 
of her feet increasing with velocity as she screams down, not literally screaming, but as she runs as fast as her legs can carry her down the street. A little bit of an incline. Um, I guess first give me... Well, is there anything that you would like to do rather than run after her to try and slow her down? Hmm. How far ahead of me is she? About 20 feet. So, like, once again, it's not so much in the, like, the action side of things now. Like, if you run after her, you're going to outpace her eventually. It's true. I was just trying to see if I could do something clever. Yep. Um, but I don't want to do something clever that will also hurt her. Um, so, I'll just keep running. Just okay, running. great. Um, through the fog and the smog, she seems to be moving a little bit more sure-footed. Makes sense, as this is her literal neck of the woods. So whether visibility is low or high, she knows her way. Um, I want you to start by giving me either a perception check to try and follow her path more directly, or to give me an athletics check just to uh, charge over any kind of unforeseen, quote-unquote, pitfalls to keep pace with her. Oh, wouldn't that be more acrobatics, like jumping? Or uh, they would be if you could see them. This is about trying to keep up. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll do perception. Sounds good. Natural 20. Beautiful. Nice. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> um, even though your cat-like eyes do not pierce the fog, what they do is catch every little detail in that limited visibility. Um, you see those uh, dips in the cobblestone. You see those oil smudges, you see those uh, fish oil barrels that are leaking into the road, and you're able to just see all of them before they even occur. Or as they occur, and are able to react accordingly. That's one success. No, two successes, natural 20. So, uh, two successes, no failures. Um, you see uh, that the distance is beginning to close. And seeing you right behind her, maybe no more than about 10 feet, if that much, um, you start to hear a as uh, a uh, cart being pulled along by a, a gurney vendor of some kind, like a strange ostentatious outfit. You see as she does her best to um, run past him and shoulder him into the gurney itself, trying to tip it over towards you. First, I'm going to roll for her to see how successful she is at that, and then that'll determine what you have to roll. So we're going to say against a commoner with a DC. Uh, so he's going to do a disadvantage strength check, adding two. Okay, that's a ten, and that's a four. So she's probably going to be successful. Yep, okay. So um, you see her absolutely just kick out his feet, and you hear him go, ah! And it starts to start rolling back down the incline coming right towards you, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Or, if you got something cooler in mind, go ahead and walk me through it. Uh, well, could I do acrobatics this time? Because I can see it. To absolutely, like, so hurdle over back, it or something? Yeah, I want to, like... Beautiful. Give it to me. Over it. Yep. Awesome. DC 13. 
Okay, well, so my acrobatics is plus 12. Oh so, <laughs> so 15. So literally, a failure would still be the yeah, end. No. Okay, excellent. So you spring with a little bit more smoothness that you... I mean, you've always been very graceful, and now it's like, oh, I think I understand why. And you plant your hands and do a handstand kickoff from the top of it, oh, doing right. a little double pirouette, landing three points back into a sprint. Um, so no uh, no detrimental approach to this at all. Um, go ahead. Uh, you, like I said, the distance is still about 10 feet. How do you want to close it? Um... I want to send her a message. It's just a voice that Ooh. says, stop. Okay. And run and try to catch her. Okay. Like, like uh, I want to try to startle her. Give me either an advantage Darkana or an intimidation check. Oh. Okay, so that's a natural 20 on my part. Oh, wow, they're a final one. Okay, gotcha. I was like, what on earth is this? And then I realized it was the musical notes. Um, so so, a new ability, so, so you really saying stop directly into her head for whatever reason she's so fixated on running from you she doesn't realize that you just did it into her head uh-huh. she literally thinks that you were I just, said it. just yelling stop so you just hear her go ah uh, no uh, <laughs> and continues to run she ducks down an alleyway okay. and you race around the corner and you immediately see that there's three different paths uh, there's uh, two uh, kind of tributaries to this alley on the left and one on the right. Give me either an investigation or perception. I'll say that the DC is lower for investigation. Well, my investigation is crap, so okay. I have to do perception. Okay. It's going to be a 14 perception. 16. Beautiful. Okay. You close your eyes and come to a screeching halt for a brief moment. You hear... Getting further on the right. I'm oh, sorry, on the left. So there's two paths to the left. You look there. Give me... I'm, I'm sorry, I know you said it's low, and it's not necessarily a failure one way or the other. I do need you to give me an investigation to see if you can try Or give me another perception if you want. Okay. Natural 20. Beautiful. So that's 25. Okay. So, for a brief 2nd you're like, Carl would look for scuffs. Hearing is not going to do me any good. So you get right to the mouth of these two alleys and you put your hands down on the cobblestones on either way. Vibrations. Take off to the right side path. Um, and it isn't very long before you know you find, go around another bend and she is, uh, you see her duck around another corner. You're keeping, it's a zigzagging formation and you are keeping pace. As you round around another corner, it's a straight shot. What are you doing? Um, there's garbage cans all around. There's a couple of awnings. Um, it looks like another fork in this alleyway is coming up. Um, are there any, like, alley cats or stray dogs or anything in the, uh, uh, up ahead of her? Odds or evens. Come on. Evens. Yes. There is a, uh, there's a couple of, uh, dogs that are, like, pulling across two different bones. How Uh, far away are they from me? Uh, they are about, uh, 20 feet from you, 10 feet from her. Cool. I'm going to cast Infestation on them. Okay. So just a big cloud of bugs. <laughs> okay. It tends to swarm. I'm just trying to get her to stop. Okay, gotcha. If she tries to run through the bugs, it's not going to go well for her. Okay, um, 
Gotcha. Oh, wow. Uh, poor animals. Uh, okay. Give me... It doesn't do all that much damage. They're alley dogs, but okay. Um, let's see. Give They're me... Also alley dogs. Exactly. And therefore don't deserve to... No, I'm joking. Um, give no, me... They're probably carrying diseases. True enough. Give... And infestation definitely proves that. <laughs> <laughs> give me... I'm going to give you the choice of, once again, either Arcana, Intimidation, unless you have an argument for a different skill. Mm. Don't think it's animal handling. No, it's not. <laughs> well, I guess it depends, because I, I don't have to roll anything to cast this spell, so what's the purpose of my roll? So the purpose of your roll is to... Purpose, purpose of the role is, is to stop her, as you said. Okay, then it would have to be intimidation. Okay. Unless the confusion of these things manifesting would. Let's just let's just see. Let's just see, shall we? we have Why to did do you a roll? roll? Well, because I have to see if she's intimidated by it. Yeah, not the way you said it. You're like, let's just. Well, because I didn't think I was gonna get a natural twenty again, so we have to do a rolly. Nope, just a straight roll. Ten. Fifteen. Okay. So as she rolls up on the on the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, like I planned to roll the natural twenty. You had it all orchestrated. It's a plus one. I didn't think. Um as the infestation and what is your infestation part of the plan? Um so it's uh gonna manifest as um a cloud of uh, bugs that I like the kind of cloud and bugs that I used to see around the trash cans back gotcha. when they used to be scrounging. So it looks very natural. Yeah. It's just really thick. sudden and thick. Um, as it lurches out of the dogs in front of her, she lets loose this high pitched scream, uh, pinwheels backwards, and <laughs> into a trash can right next to oh, the dogs. Um, I will dispel it as soon as goes. And, and you roll up, and Miss Jules Walker, I think this was your first <laughs> successful. successful rooftop chase. Is that true? Because well, I think every other one's been Anne. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, we did play the rooftop music when you chased um, Peabody. I think That's we changed true. it very briefly, though, because you didn't want to poison the rooftop music with Peabody. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I was feeling like I'd been successful at, at at least one chase. There you go. Of course, then, you know, he's pulled out again. Well, don't take it away from me. Anyway, um, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up and I'm gonna say, Lizzie, hi. I don't know what happened to him. So, I don't want to hurt you. Oh, you're going to hurt me? No, I'm not going to. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's not what I want to do. She's pulling herself out of the trash can. Hold on. The rubbish bin, sorry. I have been hired to try to find this captain. And, you know, return him whole. So, if you have any information, that would be very useful. And then you can go on your merry way. Like, here are a few examples of useful information. When was the last time you saw him? Give me a persuasion check. Patrick's? 26. Great. I rolled a 10, so that's a lot. Oh, not um, Patrick. 
Patrick sweet. She kind of leans up. I know. And she goes, So, Roadhouse? You're not hired by his wife to hurt me? No. Oh. Has someone actually come after you from his wife? Helen is a vindictive bitch. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Well, I look forward to talking to her if I have to. Um, right. <laughs> so when was the last time you saw him? Five days ago. Five days? When, where was that? He was taking me back from the castaway. From the castaway? I did all that stuff. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, what's the castaway? It's kind of just like a hidden pub in the middle of the bay. In the middle of the bay? In the middle of the bay. Was it on an island? Stilts. Yeah. But you called that the getaway earlier. What did I call it? The castaway. Oh, I totally meant to say the castaway the first time around. Okay, so it's the same place. <laughs> uh, the bartender's name better not be Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ruin it? I ruined it. Maybe. Listeners, I ruined it. Wilson Hanks. <laughs> Wilson Hanks. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. All right, and what happened uh, when you got back? <laughs> well, I don't need the, those kinds of details, but... I wasn't going to share those kinds of details. You gotta look on it. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. It's because he told me things were about to change. He was finally gonna leave Ellen. And, well, he had recently come into means that would ensure that we could get away from it all. Means? Yeah. We didn't give you any more specifics than that. When Scully talked about means, he usually meant large sums of money. Alright. Look, I've just been keeping my head down like he asked. Holding on. Just been keeping my head down. Um. Um. Okay, give me an inside check. Liar. Liar. Ooh, that's only three. Okay, you... Don't detect. Um, so I've just been keeping my head down, and um, he said he would come back for me. Do give me a perception check. Uh, 17. You see her fingering uh, the chain around her neck that dips into her bosom. Um, where were you the last time you saw her? Shores of Limehouse. He was taking me out. Did he drop you off? Yeah. Did he give you any indication where he was headed next? He just went back down the river. I'm not sure if he was going home or if he was going back to the... uh, the TSC. Did you ever get the sense, as he was talking to you about this, 
uh, that something was not right, or something, or that maybe he was not being truthful. Anything, anything that perhaps didn't feel quite right to you. Anything, even just the smallest hint, or can give me might might be the difference between finding him or not. He was excited. But he did seem scared. Paranoid. Um, tell me about the necklace. I, I don't see that. And you see her immediately pull her hand away. I, I don't see the, um, I don't see what that means, but that means pertains to anything. Does it not pertain to anything? No. Give me an inside check. <laughs> Um, I mean... So here's the thing. You believe her, but she could be wrong. Right. Um, what's your last name? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> what is my last name? My last name is Whitehall. Miss Whitehall? Do you care for him? I love him. Do you believe in him? With all my heart. And he trusts me. And that's... That's why I have to do what he says. I wish I had someone like that. I wish I had someone that... instilled that sense of trust. But I know that if I did have someone like that, I would do and say everything I possibly could in order to ensure that that person was found. Persuasion with advantage. Mm-hmm. Natural 20, 27. Nice. Uh, oh, the other one was a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's right, because everyone knows that you get two natural 20s on advantage, you just win D&D. That's, that's, that's the rules. That's true. Um, so, you see her take a deep sigh, and she goes, oh, I'm sorry, Scully. She fishes the chain mm-hmm. out of her cleavage, and there is a small bronze key. Of course there is. Um, and she goes... I was supposed to hold on to this until he came back for me. And you don't know what it's to? What it's from? All I know is that he came into it, he was nervous about holding on to it, and this is quite literally the key to our means. really heavy. <laughs> Alright. Thank you for telling me that. Do you have somewhere safe to keep it? Not that your bosom isn't safe, but... <laughs> Sir, we have just met and you're a very attractive young man, but you <laughs> should not be just be talking about a lace bosom. <laughs> and Jules is like, I'm not a woman right now. Oh! Um, 
I'm sorry. What I mean is... You're very beautiful. The chain is noticeable. Good. So you might want to think about somewhere else to keep it. I can lace it in my bodice. Okay. Um, she, like, looks at you. Turn around. Well, oh, you're going to do it right now, right? So many knots. I hate that we live in Victorian era London. So many knots. I know, right? <laughs> I often, I often say, I hate that I live in <laughs> Trump Biden era America. <laughs> it's just like I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. She doesn't pick up on that. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> nope. Great. She's lacing her bodice. All right. Um. All right. Now you. Do I know where she lives? Did I? I have she lives in Limehouse. You don't know where exactly. All right. Um, Miss Whitehall, right? Miss mm-hmm. Whitehall. Um, you'll probably be seeing me again, and a couple of my associates. Once again, we're just trying to make sure he's safe and of course get him to his employer. Um, we might come inquiring about that key. But I'm not going to. <coughs> I'm not going to ask you to do anything else with it, because I think probably with you is the safest place for it to be at the moment. Um, What's your name? Oh, my name is Archie Bernard. Mr. Bernard, please find my Scully. That's what I'm trying to do. It's not making it easy. This is my address, um, and you see her. Uh, come up with a um, just one of those yes. huh my dress she's giving address. You a dress she's giving you a dress um and you see uh that she takes out the um trouble the, uh, the basically a long piece of the graphite the, the, the lead um and she just starts to um carve it on a, on a piece of a scrap napkin that was from the the parking um and it says um uh 38 uh, Bellevue Avenue. I can remember how to spell the Bellevue Avenue. Oh, the view stumped me for a second there. What language do I speak? Alright, um, so you're gonna take that and say thank you. And, uh, thanks for the chase. <laughs> what an odd thing to say. <laughs> she walks down the alley. Um, she was like, it was very gratifying. Just to herself, she yeah. can say that out loud. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna wait my way back to the book. Great. Um, doesn't take you very long to start backtracking. You have pretty good spatial recognition, pretty good memory. Um, and I'll jog. So yeah. I'm not gonna like sprint back. But I'll and jog the, back. Yeah, the fog's getting fog's getting pretty thick. Pretty pretty darn thick in general. Um, Two C's. I need you to give me either like a history or investigation. Oh, I don't like that at all. Dang it, that's a four. Okay. Your jogging kind of comes to a stop. You're pretty sure you made a left turn when you were supposed to. Or maybe. No? No, this is definitely the way you're supposed to go. Wow, that, 
fog is getting very, very thick. It's getting unseasonably dark, too. As long as you get to the thoroughfare, you can make your way back to the pub. You see the two dogs still fighting. You're back where you started. easier on the vocal cords and more effective to instill dread in the courtesans in the workers of the courtesan when it was time to inspect their quarters he did it because whistling was one of the only times his lisp wasn't obvious to do and I don't want to stay in this alley yep as you begin to make your way around one of the corners do I see anything anywhere that's like a bell give me an investigation because I just realized I don't have one uh six as you look around for anything that might make a bell-like noise. Nothing, unfortunately. A couple of cans on the ground. Any glass jars? Ones or evens. Evens? It's far into the alley. Okay, I'm gonna get one of those glass jars and look for some kind of metal implement. Great. Um, you also have metal implements. Oh, that's true. I'll just whip out one of my daggers. As you begin to whip out one of your daggers. You hear, Mouth darling. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Give me a performance check. <laughs> Ugh, it's a natural one. Oh, no. Okay. Ding, ding. <laughs> you're, you're like, trying to find... Oh, the kind of my, my favorite. My favorite is when the DM says, 
when no. when a carrot when a player yeah. rolls a natural one, like, instead of like, hmm, okay, it's like, <laughs> not oh, in no, not this in, is where you're gonna die. Not in us. I didn't plan on this. It's just a spooky scene. Yeah. So as you are walking with your jug, trying to just get, so, trying to find the I right. Think that it's not gonna. It's not gonna. It, while I hold it, so I'm gonna yeah. set it down on something and then go ding ding. And you can in just a second. Okay. <laughs> as you try to find a place to set it, you give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, that's not good. It's not bad, but it's not good. Ooh, that's a twenty. Beautiful. Woohoo! Dirty. Yeah, dirty. Okay. Your hand begins to quiver, and then you take a deep breath. You are not that scared girl awaiting punishment or approval. Yeah. You set down the jar calmly, and then behind you, directly over your shoulder, harshly in your ear, you hear, darling. What have I said about leaving rubbish on the floor? Ooh. Ding ding. Give me another performance one? check. Performance <laughs> better this time. Uh, oh, that's much better. That's a 17. <laughs> as you. As your husband gets to be good sick. <laughs> um, as you. Ding ding. It echoes out, and you just begin to feel a hand playing with your short hair before you hear him. And you, uh, uh, you turn around, and from part of the chest to the waist down, it is just a dark charcoal-colored smog. And yet, emerging halfway out of it, the eye patch form of Peabody. And he is rearing back as sinking their teeth into his hand. You see Shadow just absolutely latched on. And he goes, Stupid pussy! And he tries to oh. pull it off of him. Um, and you see that. I have my dagger. Absolutely. Beautiful. Give me an attack throw. With advantage, because he's distracted. Um, also, um, I can use Quick Toss uh, and use a superiority die, I guess. I've never used this before. Maybe I won't do it this time. Uh, oh, do I have my bandolier? I got my bandolier. You have your right? bandolier. Okay, then I'm using uh, a bandolier knife. I'm, you said with what, but you'd say with a disadvantage. Oh, advantage. Because nice. Shadow is doing the help well, action. Good news. That's better. Uh, 18. 18 hits. Um, where do you want the dagger to go? Oh, I get a pick? You do. Oh, nifty. Uh, I mean, I'd like it to go in his neck. Okay. You see it just kind of thread the needle between Shadow and the hand that's being bit, because he's kind of lifted it like this, and it goes... Ah! Ugh, and you see the smoke is starting to get bigger. I can't actually. I'm, I don't have multi tag. Um, Wrong character. Yeah. And you just <laughs> see him go. Ugh. I don't 
need to roll for damage. And he just shakes his hand as it turns to smoke. And Shadow lands on all fours. Her back arched. And you see him kind of recoil a little bit as the smoke begins to climb up more and more. And he goes, I've got your thin mouth, darling. Be thin your real phone. And the fog around you clears a bit more. And you see you're not in the alley with the two dogs, but rather near the thoroughfare. I'm just gonna look down in shadow and be like, well, I did my best. Also, I don't have a bell, so we need to work out a new system. And then I'm gonna jog back to the... <laughs> Jogging down the thoroughfare, three of you reconvene. Um, I got good news, and I got bad news. Uh, the good news is I got some more information from uh, the mistress, which I can give you when we, we should probably start heading home because of the bad news. <laughs> I also got some uh, information as well, so we'll have to compare. Great, so I guess we'll go, well, well I mean, actually, I how long does it take us to get back to the... Some... It's going to be a... What's the... Maybe let's just I, stay here. I also have some bad news. What's the bad news? First of all, yours seemed very pressing. Um, you know what? Yes, what I'm thinking the is the beer it, was flat. That is bad news. Instead of going back to our um, soon-to-be-future, what's the word that was used? Digs. Um, maybe let's just get a room at one of the pubs nearby, since we have some more investigating to do. As, yes, as long, long as we as don't go back to the flat. other place that we that's just were beer. at. <laughs> And this is the weirdest note to end on, but that! I had buttons. There were good buttons there. I I almost threw up. I put the button for my kiss. I was ready to. That is where we will end tonight's episode of Dark Was the Night. Thank you for listening. We hope you had a spooky good time. I know I did. I'm Roosevelt. I'm Soren. I'm Joe. And I'm Emily Sue. And And we're we're going going to to Disneyland. Disneyland!